0: The Sunday Skypers mm-hmm. gamers feel nostalgia for D&D. The games I have felt the most nostalgia for are Arcanum and its Atlantean world and Talislanta, which are both originally published by Bard Games and created by Stephen Michael sechi whose Talislanta music you can hear clips of throughout this episode. And while there are a million D&D actual play recordings, I've not found any Talislanta, and there should be, so I guess I have to be the one to do it. And here's its first episode. Now Talzanta is a different world than your typical fantasy world. There are no dwarves or elves or really even actual humans. So I apologize for any time I don't give enough exposition on the world or races as we encounter them. I'll try to do better in the future. But I can at least give an introduction to the characters. Ari's playing Vanna, a Jaka Gaudin pirate. Uh, Jakkas look like anthropomorphic panther wolves. John's playing Sukrad, a sunra, who are semi-aquatic fish people. Todd is playing Valentine, the dashing a Zandir duelist. Zandir more or less human-looking with sort of copper cinnabar skin. Wilhelm plays Zemul, a Farad slaver and follower of a god he believes to be the god of his people. Farad are also more or less human-looking with flint-gray skin. Uh, Zemul also has a couple personal Slaves, Givez, his valet slash caregiver. He's a Mendolin, or human-looking, golden skin, shaved head, and Trog, his big, dumb Batrian bully boy, or big, muscular, yellow skin, matted green hair. So, in this episode, first up are bits of character creation and backstory on how this mess all came together, followed by actual play. For anyone familiar with Tal, I'm looking to run it a little more rules light since that's the games we've been playing and what I've been jamming most recently. So borrowing from Fate and the Apocalypse Engine, our first conflict in this episode is particularly light and narrative so we can get through it quickly and get the characters together. And as I'm the only one in the group who's familiar with Talislanta, our version will certainly vary from other versions. I uh, hope at least uh, somebody who listens to this will be interested in Taloslanta and give it a try. If you want to get right to the actual play, jump to about the 59-minute mark.
1: Let's see. Well, one of the things on the agenda, I guess, is... see How how do you pronounce that? Do you pronounce it Taloslanta? Yes. It, it is huge and thick and wow. Gee whiz! <laughs> it's like, yeah, I, I've like got my tongue stuck on the iceberg going, this is the last. <laughs>
0: well, you don't have to know everything to play it.
2: You just... Indeed. You know, I, fi- I figure it's like any big fantasy thing or, or John Carter of Mars, like you, you start in a corner somewhere and then work your way out.
0: Yeah, that's why deciding on a general kind of game we want, like you so far I've been proposing a sea adventure
2: right, right, okay,
0: well, then that kind of narrows it down to what area we want to play in
2: and that is amusingly I mean the more I've been flipping in the books, the more i I realized like yeah that's that's really not paring down anything. it's just as detailed as any other <laughs> no. land or region it mean you.
0: Like, well, I don't need to necessarily read up on, uh, you know, the the desert kingdoms or the frozen north or...
2: Well, I mean, those were other examples, but I figured, you know, that spoke to me anyway. So, uh, like, the deserts were like, um, uh, you know, you have your tomb robbers and you have your weird Talis Lanta-type red deserts with... with uh, Dune ships and... And weird lizards and red people. Green
0: people <laughs> Many hues. Maybe the simplest way to just sort of start and get your first exposure and ideas would yeah be if you looked at the fifth edition and just kind of flip through the races and see if anything there piques your interest.
1: I've I, I got into the pretty pictures part. I <laughs> <laughs> well, can
0: do because you're like, oh, that guy
2: looks cool. Let's see. Well, yeah, I think that that was one of the points in the article I linked to. I think at least Harper said that uh, the races are really just um, they can be they can be boiled down to two sentences and a cool picture.
1: but so. why did he do that? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, you know, like you know, you have your red Martians and your green Martians and your so on and so forth. Yeah, yeah. and you can probably boil them down to two sentences as well. So you <laughs> get you get the flavor. I, I was drawn to the Xandir vaguely puerile, uh, inability to control themselves. So I figured that was, that was excellent. It was like, uh, yes, you know, this is the type who's, he just can't help himself. It's just so, so lovely and excellent and interesting and intriguing and mysterious. Let's, let's, yes, of course, let's packed with this horrible flame thing, demon god personification. I thought that was excellent. That, that, that really worked. Yeah.
0: Well, if you want to. Eat a smaller text describing things. You can go to the the 4th edition archetypes, and there's basically a paragraph or two for all the archetypes. So that's easier, I guess, maybe to to just flip through and see something. Oh, this looks interesting. Let's read him.
1: I like the idea of a thrall from Taz. I just don't like the idea of being a thrall from Taz. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, wow, so... You're a tattooed warrior. What are your other choices? Uh tattooed warrior female. <laughs> really? That's that's it. That's the choices.
2: <laughs> yeah, you, you're also a tattooed warrior female who looks like all the male tattooed warriors since they all look alike except for gender. <laughs> well,
0: they're, they're tattoos. They have different tattoos.
2: Right. Oh, that's yeah. how they differentiate themselves. Yeah. But that's the fun, quirky bit too. You you play your um here merchant slash robber, and that's what you are. You know, it becomes your class. Like
0: fifth gives you a little more customization.
1: True, you, true.
0: Because some people didn't like that, that there wasn't enough customization.
1: Archetypes. Ah, oh, geez louise. <laughs> okay, I thought it was going to narrow it down. I'm on page one, and there looks like there's only 70 or so i'm guessing <laughs> archetypes <laughs> well i mean it covers the
2: entire continent so so uh, yes. that's something
1: as well. so i'm just reading through all, all all of these and kind of like holy cats it is really like kid in a candy store cuz you read and you're like okay that's cool and uh, that one's cool <laughs>
2: Unfortunately, I was going for something fairly specific. So for me, it was like, oh, this is out. This doesn't work. Ah, oh, that's unfortunate.
1: <laughs> is it any surprise that every time I see a race that looks interesting, it says NBC next to it? It's like, what? Well,
0: depending on what you, you're looking at, that may or may not be true. Maybe something that's perfectly fine to play.
1: Ah. Uh-uh. In your past experience as 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 a as a Talismaster <laughs> how in blue blazes do you get a group together? I, I, it seems like it'd be a huge job. Well,
0: that's why you try to figure out what what sort of game you want and kind of where you think you want to at least start. If one person's you know, wanting to play something that's from the far south, and somebody else in one place, only from the far north, and I say, well, how committed are you to those? That might dictate how they get together in the story we have to follow to have them together.
1: Hmm, the Sandir Duelist looks interesting. Uh-huh. Uh, they were very swashbuckly. This definitely falls into the swashbuckler category, if, if that's what our society, why are you on the ship? I'm here to skewer your friends and foes alike. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I would say, what do we need for party balance? But... <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> that is not the nature of the game. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's actually a pretty easy one to grasp. Well, well, what I like is they actually have a little wizardry on top of their swordsmanship. Right. Right. So you can play it several ways.
0: We do fifth the death of you could either make him concentrate on swordsman or you could have him do both wizardry and swordsmanship
1: let's go and run with that you don't have to nail it down definitely now right since um well what what i would like to do uh, if you guys don't mind being inflicted by it is I actually go through 5th edition character generation yeah i i feel like i'm at the at the tail end of this parade <laughs> I haven't made any characters. Uh, John
2: hasn't made any characters. Uh, it's it's all really in, in this nebulous sort of what kind of game would we like to play, and we have some ideas. Uh, You're pretty much up to speed.
1: Yeah. I, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, in that case, dudes, I'm bringing along a swashbuckler, possibly with a little magic. Deal.
2: <laughs> in that case, I'm tempted to maybe change to one of the more hideous races, just for fun. <laughs> Because I think that's part of the flavor.
0: I posted this in the chat last time for the others, so yeah. Or maybe I should put it in the uh, forum. These are sort of a summary of 5th edition character creation for kind of a, a mid-level type campaign. And we can either go higher or lower or whatever your guys are looking for.
1: I'm just now reading the 5th edition description of the Xander. Oh, okay, so they do have some... Uh marine uh heritage. they got fishing villages and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, they're by the sea. Yeah. <laughs>
2: they have a coastline. And a big um, yeah, yeah, lake. There we go. <laughs> Which I suppose opens up into the ocean, so maybe
1: it's part of Oh, I see. So our rival nation is the Amish. <laughs> <laughs> Not Amish. <laughs> well, they're actually like, Um, Amanians, but but they're like drab and conservative, and wear colorless mocks. And the Zandir do not. (laughs) (laughs) There, more anything goes. Anything and anyone. The idea of a whole society of leches and philanderers—it's like, yeah, I I can subscribe to that. Yeah, but the, the problem with the Zandir is, it's like, you can't be, like, exiled for exec, excessive hedon, hedonism. Most likely, you'd probably be some kind of hero. Sure you oh, can be. I yeah. mean, uh, <laughs> you, you piss off the wrong other Zandir, and then you're, you know.
0: Exactly. It's more like anything goes as long as you have the money or power to get away with it. But if you don't, and you piss off somebody who does, it could be go bad for you.
1: Or if you lose your money and power. Yeah disenfranchised Xander is a possibility. Or it could also be one that's just simply going, yeah, done everyone, done everything. <laughs> need, need, need to move on, find greener pastures. <laughs> I haven't done an Imbrian yet. <laughs> <laughs> that would be terrible. What's that little black book anyway? Oh, it's just a checklist.
2: <laughs> okay, paradoxy. As a doctrine, it, it's just the polar opposite of, of uh, the uniform, single-note religion of uh, the neighboring country, right? Because they know the truth, and that's the only truth. And uh, Xander, like, whoa, we're mystified by everything, and there's no, you know, one truth. So they embrace
1: paradox, life's
0: a mystery. So you go out and go through all the paths and see what's out there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I like the fact that fashion is a uh, <laughs> skill. <laughs>
2: oh right, I was going to ask. Um, it it seems like uh the invocation bit in the magic that seems to be more of a religious thing and not so much a magician thing. So if if I would want that, I should rather go with like um yeah you know what I mean like a, an acolyte instead of a magician.
0: Yes. What is the flavor of how you access magic?
2: I don't know how things are supposed to work, but but I think it's it's generally more fun if you have if you're the button pusher, right? So you don't actually have any power. You have to appease the person who plugs your button in. So um, you know when you want to push the button and blow stuff up or or do something else, uh, you have to keep the the electrician or the the dude in power happy. And that was the fun bit that I figured would be hilarious, especially like a fire spirit who would maybe require you to emulate people or or burn yourself or something like that as part of appeasing it. And also that it would be temperamental that, you know, maybe I do something and then it's like, I'd Really don't think do what you did now. I'm I'm going to give you a, a con, I'm going to give you a, an ongoing minus ten to everything you do because I'm not going to listen to you or something like that. I think that would be hilarious. It's it's more interesting to me anyway than than you know. Hey, fireball. Yeah. And right. and and it seemed that uh, that was the invocation type magic, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: So uh, I, I was thinking maybe in that case instead of being a conventional magician, uh, I'd go with. The, It's like some tiny little cult somewhere who's into fire. (laughs) (laughs) Fire! Lord! Flame! Yes.
0: And You were talking about a Zandir as well. Obviously, anything goes there, so that could be, hey, this is what we've found has worked for us.
2: Indeed, indeed. I I think... um that would work, but at the same time, if Todd's gonna play a Sandir, I I, I kind of wanna branch out and uh, and bring in some other element of the setting, right? Maybe some other
1: thing. Well,
0: there's also like if you're looking for a uh, more morally ambiguous race, there's the Farad. Or in the GM guide, most of their they say acolyte Avir, which is god of luck, but they would certainly be a type that, uh, if they found some other way to power, would probably be interested in it.
2: Mm. Alright, I'm gonna go over to GM's bit then. GM's guide. The golden god Avar, okay. They preach the attainment of wealth by any means. That's great. <laughs> no, that's, that's my religion. Can't suppress me. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Tend <laughs> to be pragmatic by nature, wizards. Okay, let instance, arts. the magic the desert for wealth and power. Power, yes. All right, I guess we're going back to the the desert uh, fire-type stuff.
0: Well, they also have a coastline,
1: so...
2: True, true. That will make for an interesting contrast with, um, with the Zandir. Since I'm going to be saturnine and and power-hungry And it's just going to be, yay
1: (laughs) (laughs) How much fun is this adventure going to be? (laughs) Fun is not in the equation (laughs) It depends
2: entirely on the good on the the price (laughs) The reward, yes (laughs) If there's money or power in it, yes Excellent they like to indulge in fine foods and shun simple fare as peasant fodder. <laughs> All right, I, I, I guess this is going in the right direction. Yeah, sort of what you were originally thinking, right? <laughs> yes, it's true. That's true. Must have just missed it because it was in the GM's um bit. Some of the same sense of dress. Clearly, sashes, yeah, velvet boots, <laughs> ornate
1: tassels. Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> See, we have things in common. Yeah, that's true. Fashion. <laughs> I believe you need more velvet.
2: <laughs> uh, that This seems uh, lovely. Excellent. Priest Avar and Acolyte Avar, okay. But I, I guess, you know, if, if you're up for maybe twisting it a little and maybe inventing a, a, a little known fire spirit or something.
0: Yeah. You know, most of the religions and stuff aren't so detailed that you can't weave your own ideas into them.
2: You know, it would it could be fun if I think it's Avar, <laughs> 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 like it's it's the golden god, right? It's the golden god of yeah. of, of the flame who's who's talking to me. He <laughs> lives in the gleam of gold, and, and uh, yes, brings the the light and. The
0: font of wealth
2: <laughs> <laughs> <and> power. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that that definitely works.
1: Well, for some reason, I've got Swashbuckler on the brain, so we're going to go with an urban duelist magician. We're cool. So, though his specialty is not magic, he just has magic a, a, as a backup. So
2: you have your force push and your stuff like yeah. that.
1: <laughs> uh, or uh, bleed less or whatever. We haven't uh, gotten that far. <laughs> I'm just wondering, should I do anything to uh, improve my will, or should I keep it abysmal?
2: I guess it depends on what it's used for. Well, most of the things willpower is used for in other games. Then uh, you should totally leave it where it is and, and uh, you know, follow your
1: VQ's um, magic that's not steps. based upon willpower. <laughs> I
2: think we have a magic rating, actually, so... Um,
1: yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I, I decided to go with combat rating instead of magic rating. Okay, I think we're going to just throw that in charisma, because that's we're, we're going to be Errol Flynn. Uh, assume ranks work more or less in the same way that attributes do, where you have plus one, plus two, and they add to your uh, action roll.
0: Yeah, and you'll end up with skill rating being... The combination of your skill level plus the appropriate attribute. So you're, okay. you know, when you're in character creation, the number of ranks you use to set the initial level you're at in a skill.
1: The list of uh, skills that come with the race, those are freebies that we already have? Correct. Okay. Now I noticed that like languages uh, had no plus or minus. Well, so
0: okay. that's. the native means plus 10. Ah. Yeah, they don't explicitly say that. One of the many editing errors in 5th right. edition.
1: So, Taloslan is the common of the game?
3: Yes.
0: And how well people who have who know low and high communicate is sort of open for whatever makes fun for the game.
1: <laughs> high is mainly a nasal accent. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I should ask, do, do other races have like fashion in their race or is that just days in, Dear and things?
2: Other races have fashion, yes. Okay.
1: I so don't, I don't. So
2: you can, you can imagine I'm tastelessly, you know, draped in all these, uh, sashes and boots and tassels and fringes and beads and, uh,
1: <laughs> quantity is its own quality. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Depending
0: on which what background and things you can always pick fashion as a skill and True. which which you know particular flavor of it you want.
1: Well,
2: I probably shouldn't have it myself. I should have a fashion person to point it out to me <laughs> that I pay for. <laughs> we have to pick. We have to pick lots of these weird skills. We can have bizarre encounters in uh, you know with um, strange merchants.
1: Or just to open up lines of communication
2: with otherwise hostile people.
1: We may not be able to talk to each
2: other, but we can appreciate sashes. (laughs) (laughs) We can exchange sashes. (laughs) I don't even get low talithlan as a basic thing, but the farad.
3: Uh, you, you don't
2: talk to those type of people.
1: Right? <laughs> that's just I fun. can see how that goes. Would you please tell the sailors to move the sail to provide more ah. sail? Ah. Ah.
2: Ah. Oh, that's my favorite bit in the original, uh, the original, like, Dragon Age Origins. When you play a Dwarven Noble, you have this second who's with you at all times. And there are these, like, uh, boot-licking merchants who are like, oh, invest in my store. And you can just, like, Gorim, why are these people talking to me? Cheat <laughs> that person up. It's like, yes! <laughs> yeah,
0: and I can could, I could see, you know, somebody talking to you in low Talithuan and maybe you could understand them, but you just don't bother to understand them. Cause <laughs> <laughs> of course not, they're peasant father. Yeah.
2: <laughs> why would I even try to figure out what that?
0: weird slurring he's saying is.
2: I'll just dig into my pockets, find the lowest denomination of coin I I have, and just throw it in the general direction. (laughs) Throw it in the gutter so he'll jump over there where he belongs. Yes! (laughs) Yes! (laughs) Oh, right! I was supposed to pick someone hideous. I forgot about that. Uh, But I guess flint-gray skin is decently, you know, talus ish Stony visages, narrow eyes, okay. Close enough.
1: Well, when I'm looking at quirks, uh, I guess I'm looking at the positive quirks. What do we have in the way of negative quirks, or is it just something that can be winged?
2: Page 281.
0: And you're you're also, you know, if you come up with something of your own that sounds interesting, it's perfectly reasonable.
2: All right, because when you take a, oftentimes when it says take a quirk, you can take an extra or something if you take a negative one.
0: Yeah, if you take a... Negative quirk, it reduces the cost of the other positive quirk.
2: Ah Driving goal. more wealth <laughs> <laughs> more power. Okay, so I'm basically playing a talislandta dwarf.:
0: about <laughs> some of the other dwarfy:
1: Of course, they're more effete, feet, I think, than uh, the average dwarf. Right <laughs> I, I just I just found the perfect uh, negative quirk. flightless. Yeah,
0: that would that would not be appropriate to
3: your.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, <right>. okay, fine.
2: <laughs> By some physical accident to birth defect, that that should be that should be delusion, flightless. <laughs> that is your 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 name. It's like I can't fly. You could never fly, you moron.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think that would go under derangement. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm not so aware of the character's insanity, people often the illities around him. <laughs> you know the flame speaks to me, right? It tells me about wills and glory.
1: We must sail south. <laughs> no, we must not. Enemy would play quite nicely into why I'm not in Xandir. <laughs> But it could also be something like uh, compulsion. Well, what's your problem? Uh, I've got a s- small gambling problem. All right, and you have to make a will roll to, <laughs> <laughs> which is which is
2: bad for the for the saint, dear. Yeah. You hear the telltale clink of dice.
0: <laughs> yes, and I'm sure our Farad would in no way take advantage of that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, Mr. GM type, which would you rather have? Uh, a gambling compulsion or a, uh, an enemy house in Xandir? Or is the answer both?
0: I can, <laughs> I can work with either of those, whichever sounds fun for you to, to play with.
1: Both of them do, and both of them would be reasons for not being in Xandir, because, you know, that whole gambling compulsion thing, it's like, well, they value wealth and power, and I gambled all mine away. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm out seeking new wealth and power to gamble away. <laughs> Maybe your enemies are those of your own house
0: because you lost all the money <laughs> from your family's money.
1: <laughs> a negative quirk makes a positive quirk cheaper, right?
4: Correct.
2: Would it be a terrible choice for me to be a practicing or former slaver? For a far No. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't see it in the the regular stuff uh, in the, the like players' guide, but it's in the GM bit, and it was under their, um, as you say, under their list of like approved paths. Because I I don't imagine the character being terribly versed in this like art of evoking or invoking the being who may or may not be avar. <laughs> <laughs> I figured they should probably have a, like, yeah, a basic source of income and an excuse to go out into the world and maybe interact with uh, those Imbrian types and everyone else.
1: Find new market. Right, <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> you know, we don't want to go too far into uh, unpleasant territory though.
2: <laughs> I mean, I can have it as a, as a, you know, that's where he's, that's his background. And then he started seeing this entity and uh, started going in different directions maybe I don't know but it, it would maybe make for some you know fun flavor stuff there are so many wonderfully questionable stuff in this in this game
1: nice Zandir sportsmanship you only now saw <laughs> that okay <laughs> <at the> end. <laughs> it takes me a while to get there yeah I, I just might be a bag of quirks. And- just keeps going. <laughs> Not spend any of your ranks on skills, spend it all on quirks. <laughs> Sounds brilliant. Sounds brilliant.
2: <laughs> just don't pick too many so it's just a chore to figure out which to hit.
0: Or you have so many, you know, kind of start to conflict.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I am an unattractive and attractive. <laughs> So, when I see something like weapons, uh, then, uh, parentheses, large blades, small blades, those are separate skills? Yes. Okay, so I just don't say weapons plus five. Yeah, you pick a okay, general okay. category of weapons. That, that would be combat rating.
0: <laughs> yeah, you have a skill in a certain weapon group, and then, yeah, you add your combat rating to that for your total.
1: Okay.
2: This is actually going along pretty well. It really isn't that involved once you, you know, get into it. Of course, I'm going to have to figure out the um, the whole invocation um, domains and what kind of modes I have a bonus and negative stuff in, which is fun. I mean, it's
1: good. Every fun. spell cast has a chance of back... to backfire horrendously in unexpected ways. That seems like an awfully short career. <laughs>
0: <laughs> when you cast a spell, you know, you roll your d20, you... Add your uh, your modifier to that, and then you can have a a critical success, full success, partial success, failure, or mishap. If it's you know you're trying to cast a spell at a really high level and you roll poorly, you can go negative, and yeah, you can have a mishap. But that's part of the fun, you know. You're like, oh, I would really want to try to make this a really big spell.
1: <laughs> I have plenty of skill ranks, which I have squandered. I'm an attractive, well-read gambler with a flashy sword, but I'm not the best swordsman nor the best magician which is exactly where I want to be Mode, what is mode besides any?
0: That is a way to use your magic, like conjuration mode or attack mode uh, ward mode
1: Okay, so you can have multiple modes so you can be like More skilled at attacking and not so much at summoning. Mm. Yeah, we're going to avoid the summoning tree. That looks pretty hazardous. Don't worry, I'll take care of that. (laughs) And divination does not seem like something that would go hand in hand with being a bad gambler. (laughs) Unless, of course, I'm a a bad diviner. (laughs) But the card said, I was sure to win! <laughs> oh no, no, the card said that was a uh, low value flush. Ah uh, no, no duration is too short because I say illusion would allow you to create some awesome fashion, but only for one minute. So well,
0: you cast it at higher level. It lasts longer.
1: is Is magic instantaneous or is it taken action? Can you increase the difficulty to change uh how fast it casts? How does that work?
0: Generally, it takes at least an action, unless it's like um, pre-prepared, triggered sort of thing. And it it can take longer if you're like reading it from a book or something.
1: So it sounds very flexible.
0: And the way it's normally played is you can just do one per round. But I've heard other people apply the the multi-action thing to it and say they like lots of spells flying around, so if you take the multi-action penalty, you can cast More than one round. Depends on what kind of game we want. Ah.
1: Ward is also good. I I could see Ward and Move as both being good modes. As a neophyte magician, you're probably not going to
0: have enough ranks to be very good at more than a couple modes.
1: Which fortunately is exactly where I want to be. I I don't want to be you know this this great hairy mage. I want to have a, a A couple of tricks. Okay. Now, order. Is this like elementals or?
0: Yeah, it's how you tap into magic. You know, wizardry is kind of the flashy wizard type thing. Then, you know, then there's elemental, which is basically tapping into the elements. Uh, The invocation, which is from some supernatural being. The, the ones that are...
1: Necromancer! Yeah, that's where we need to go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the most likely is probably wizardry for a swords mage, but if you're more interested in one of the others, we can probably work that as well.
1: Wizardry. It's just, I, I don't, I don't want to be standard hocus-pocus... Wizard that, uh, sits there and goes through the long arcane rant and bibbidi bobbidi boo and then magic happens. Uh, I was hoping to more call upon magic as a talent than as a skill. That,
0: that works with wizardry.
1: Okay. So, so wizards in this game just are manipulators of, uh, magical uh, energies or?
0: Yeah. In the text here compared to the more esoteric arts such as witchcrafter. Or- Cryptomancy. wizardry is a relatively simple order of magic to use to learn and use.
1: Okay, I guess wizardry it is then.
2: It also says it taps into the flow of arcane energy that surrounds Talislanta, so that it sounds like exactly what you're talking about.
1: Wizardry it is then. So here's the, the
2: question: th- When you have multiple life paths, how do you, how do you handle uh, starting equipment? Do You go with the last uh, life path? You add them together. Uh, oh, okay. You
0: take it more, take one life pass twice, then you just add the money and not the other. Okay. So you know, you gained all this when you were the neophyte magician and you gained all this when you were a duelist.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so I'm guessing the, the D20 slaves is something we will push off to somewhere in the past.
1: Oh, as part of your equipment? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, if, if you're a feral slaver, well, then you get, yeah.
2: depends on who
0: how we set up the uh, the campaign and the adventure, I guess.
2: People well, might be part of your crew. True, true. I guess we'll talk that up under maybe.
1: <laughs> maybe they're well cared for it, slaves. We, we they could. Least, yeah, yeah, you could
0: at least have one who's kind of like your uh, valet or whatever.
2: Oh, and the the tall, bald, brawny one with a big scar <laughs> 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 who carries things and strangles people.
1: Okay, uh, I'm actually got pretty significant progress going on here. Excellent. Which is kind of surprising. Okay, the slaver does
2: get a one-weapon type.
1: It's <laughs> <A> whip! <laughs>
2: <laughs> I didn't mean to make him this horrible, but uh, since you asked for it... <laughs> Sling-spring-flail, right.
0: Yeah, I don't know that we want to, uh... Make somebody whipping and abusing a slave as part of the <laughs> or, uh,
2: I wasn't necessarily thinking slaves, but uh, I, you know, not in the weapon department anyway, but um, the funny thing is, uh, it works so well <laughs> 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 They go together, don't they, and then you know, he can stand there in his little cabin of profusion and sort of practice lash at things. Ah, then again. Target
0: for me, Jeeves.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We're the glove this time, sir. (laughs) (laughs) So, do you combine like the starting equipment from the race as well as the? Yeah. I love how it it says elaborate headdress, voluminous robes, broad sashes, velvet boots, all hung with ornate tassels, fringes, and colored beads.
1: (laughs) 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 Woohoo! Yes, because you're the stealth character, right? Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it would be ridiculous to have tassels just on your, your turban and not your boots and your
2: robes. <laughs> your <laughs> 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 oh, the women get a ring on
1: each finger. <laughs> oh, man, don't you feel gypped now? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we're assuming that you're a guy. Uh,
2: that's what I was going for, yes. It would be maybe a little too much, you know, fetishism danger warning. <laughs> if I went with all whip slaver
1: woman thing, spell book. Yes, I'm actually to the point where I'm looking up spells. You create
0: your own spells.
1: Interesting. I'm assuming that there's some type of insidious balancing mechanism. Well, there are guidelines. <laughs> guidelines. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is very Vancian. It's like Sassan's Fiery moat.
0: <laughs> Coming up with whatever uh, colorful, you know, inventive spell you want to think and then we can figure out how to make it work mechanically.
1: <laughs> so is magic mana-based or is it uh, so many castings per day?
0: There are different ways we can work this. The, the baseline is, depending on your will, which your guy doesn't have a lot of will, so he gets one, <laughs> you cast one per day with no penalties, and then each subsequent one, you add a minus one to the roll. And if you get okay. a, a critical success, then it doesn't count against that. Now, if we wanted more magic, we, make, we reduce that to, if, as long as you get a full success, it doesn't count against the incurring penalty.
1: I guess I should learn more about Paradoxy, just in case.
4: I don't I know. Those, if there's
1: a whole lot to know. Yeah. <laughs> that might be part of the paradox.
0: When their uh, holy book is like, uh, I can't remember, hundred thousand questions and no
1: answers. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I actually can subscribe to that. <laughs> yeah. uh, anywho, actually, I think I've, like made significant progress in here. You well, have. Yeah. Tons. I've. I have my skills spent, my quirks allocated. I just need to write up my spells for the spell book, maybe spend some of that lovely cash I've acquired, and I'm good. So woohoo! Oh, and probably write this up and put it on on, on the on the forum side at right. one point. So I'll do the same. Dashing Xander. Yes. <laughs> More psyched about Teleslanta, less intimidated. Good. Cool. Excellent. Well, actually I'm still intimidated, just not as much because <laughs> what I've seen so far is actually, you know, type of society has been fairly well balanced and easy to follow. It's not nearly as Byzantine as I thought it was going to be.
0: <laughs> well, it's really not a complicated the uh, system.
1: It's more the
2: culture that uh, bad
0: I think mean, it's just the the world is different than it yeah. used to. It's not your your traditional high fantasy, so you're thinking, "Well, I want to be a uh, a elven wizard." Well, you have to come up with something else.
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm remembering what a horrible shit this person is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's great Wonderful Do you ha- have a um,
0: Journey for this character Picture <laughs> uh, oh,
2: I think my notion Was to have a character That was a Moneybags and had reason To uh, go about The seas trading and getting Into t- trouble chiefly by Being supremely Unsuited or unprepared for uh, <laughs> all the possible situations he might be in, so we'll have to call on on the you know the deity or the god. And then meanwhile, you know, while he's not doing that, he'll have to pre- prepare for that by uh, by pleasing him or it or them. The strange abhor god benefactor. Yeah, I guess it's. I think I just made him it, it with the notion that uh, you should have plenty of is for screwing him over like he can't read. That's something someone else does for him. He's not great at his modes, so he'll have to uh, do the the entity's bidding for bonuses, for favors. The only thing he's really got going for him is that he's rich.
0: You're kind of leaving the come lay down the railroad tracks here to to pull my character along if I don't know
2: okay I see what you mean um if if you want there to be like uh like a goal or a reason then he's a typical pharaoh right he he wants power or well or so any deal that gets him power or a claim or influence that's a good thing that's something he'll go for
0: so it, it seems like it could be a lot of uh, railroading in that your God says you should do this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, okay. I mean, maybe you shouldn't, uh, look at it from that angle, but maybe there should be something that I need, right? There's a need, like the ship needs to be fixed or like it could start that way or, or I need to seal a deal with these fish people. And then I might call on Avar to. Get a line for how to do that most efficaciously and he might be, oh sure, I'll tell you, but for that I needed to do this and this and this and that. And I don't know, maybe that's more, maybe that's better for, for a campaign that's more, um, stationary perhaps where you have to deal with the consequences of what, what you're doing in a longer, um, stretch. So. Another way of looking at it is, if there's any hint of a powerful object or a hint of making money, right? He's gonna jump on that. So that's your hook, right? Right. That's right. Part of it is
0: I'm looking to do this in a more finite session rather than yeah. meandering along. So that if I pull a little hard on something to try to
2: get the be plot on the rails. since since it is finite like you say uh, I, I think you shouldn't worry too much about maybe saying you know this is this is the red line or the little breadcrumb line of breadcrumbs and, so that's fine so long as it's as long as we're upfront about it right that's what I'm trying to do <laughs> okay.
0: Are you looking to um, have the will have the opportunity to uh, either improve his in his character or get worse or?
2: <laughs> um. Well, the idea is to amass power, so he wants to improve. My personal notion is is let's see where this goes. It might go horribly awry, and that might amuse me. But if that doesn't work within the framework of this, um, more straightforward, you know, we oop, I can. Always attempt to limit my, um, fiery whims a little.
1: I think you should fan the flames.
2: <laughs> if you had a idea of
0: how you were thinking it would go, I could put in things to help it go one way or the other. <laughs> or at least put opportunities for it to go one way or the other.
2: Uh, well, yeah, I mean, he's designed to either fail or uh, have to uh, appease the entity to succeed, so it's kind of deal a deal with a devil kind of thing which I don't see going anywhere particularly good personally but yeah. um, like I'll, I'll be fine if, we, if he lives great if he dies that's fine too uh, if he if he lives horribly scarred and burned that's also you know juicy all
1: right
4: Well, your quirk flashbacks.
0: I'm trying to get an idea of what triggers them. And-
4: oh, slavers mostly. <laughs> 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 ropes. Something ropes are a good oh, trigger for okay, them. Slavers on the
0: ship. <laughs> there are ropes
4: everywhere. No, I meant like ropes around her wrists and ankles and stuff. If, if anyone okay, being, ties being her up, tied up. Okay. Uh,
3: being yeah. bound. Manacles.
2: Having your freedom taken away. Seeing whips or manacles, would that be bad?
4: Um, Whips, yes. Manacles, uh, only if they're put around her. Slaver jargon, would that be a trigger? Yeah, it would. Samuel is a slaver, so
0: (laughs) he's a guy who's hired you to transport him.
4: Yeah, she's going to have nightmares most of the ride. Okay,
0: and I think an enemy, I think we should narrow that down to the Imrian who captured you, rather than make him. Mean, you can have a general dislike, but we
4: should. I'll just trade that, or change that right to enemy, just Doran. In other words, this is going to be a very hard ride.
2: Yeah, I'm, I might regret hiring you. <laughs> <laughs> Say, this is a fine ship. Whoa! What was with the manacles?
1: <laughs>
0: Especially since he probably demanded that the largest cabin, which was the, would have been the captain's cabin, so you've gotten kicked out of your cabin.
4: I don't think she minds that too much.
2: Well, that's good. Then we have a, a working relationship. <laughs> I get the finest things, and you do what you're told.
4: I just. Elaborated on phobia spiders.
0: Putting a phobia of spiders on your character, that means it's likely to show up at some time.
4: (laughs) Yes, I know, I know. (laughs) I am realizing that as long as you don't describe mandibles, I'll be fine. Okay. No mandibles. I'm watching you. Gittering legs and stuff, that's fine. Yes, just no eyes, no mandibles. Okay. Okay, code of conduct, night vision, and sixth sense.
0: Code of Conduct, that's, uh, well, the Gao have a thing about, you know, don't steal from another Gao Din, uh, don't reveal the, the secret, how to get into the, the place, uh, or something else. And it can be kind of, they have a general, you know, they're swashbuckling pirates rather than kill everybody pilot, pirates, so.
4: Yeah, no, Vanna's not a kill everybody
0: type person. Put that in whatever words you want the code of conduct your character is going to adhere to.
2: I'd be good for like a reminder if you need to roleplay stuff. If if I'm like putting you in a situation where where it would go against what you believe.
4: Okay. A couple of her own codes of conduct are going in here too. Sure.
0: Looks like we've got you pretty much sorted.
4: I
2: yeah, I think, I think most of us are sort of finished. I Start off, it's gonna be you, uh,
0: Zemul, and Valentine aboard uh, Vanna's ship on your way to a uh, trade meeting in Quan. So, well, that could be something we could uh, establish. Zemul, you're going this trade mission. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, this is to make deals. So you're not necessarily loading up all your your goods right now, but you know, maybe you take. Something to ingratiate yourself with them? or
2: Oh, uh, I need every pick-me-up I can get. Oh, yeah. Unless there's some peculiar, like, uh, something hanging over me. Like, uh, you know, I need to get this contract or whatever we're going to negotiate. I'll I'll be in really poor Your Your family probably has been on you because you've been all, all
0: about this weird cult thing about, oh, Avar and the flames and stuff. Oh, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Should be concentrating more on business. So you probably do need to to bring this in.
2: All right. Hmm. Well, see. I'm gonna have to look at him again. Ah. Uh, oh, he got. What's my will? Ah, I have a decent will. A decent will, I think. Maybe. Maybe I would resist it a little. Then again, I'm an addict. So, um. Yeah. It's sort of writing itself in this case. I mean, I think. It's gonna happen unless, of course, Gives is the perfect—and by perfect, I mean uh, bastard—hiding my stash. (laughs) That would be that would be like the typical butter thing to do, and then we would have to like salvage the wreckage of of um, Samuel (laughs) in order to get the deal happening.
0: When he thinks you should be coherent, he probably tries to make sure you are.
2: Oh, I, I have to. I have to say, I, I love the idea that he's. I, I mean, he's loyal, but it would be fun if he's loyal to the family first, <laughs> right? So, um, well, I would say I have plenty of
0: ideas for him. If you, uh,
3: awesome. <laughs> As for my part, I'm basically selling my master's yeah, you, dragon bark out. I guess out to meet meet this person.
0: Oh no, you. You, I think you have been. Given this duty of the the wife of the satrap of southern Kwan, there's these songbirds on this one island that she wants, and she doesn't, you know, trust anybody to to pick out the right one. So you you're on this yacht sailing her out there to with some of her servants and stuff to go pick up these songbirds.
3: Ooh, so somewhere in the far seas we're going then, or is it close to Sunra Bay?
0: A bit south of Sun Ra Bay, because the island where this meeting is taking place is just off the coast south of Sun Ra Bay, and you're going to some other islands a little farther south. They've had problems along their their southern border, the jungles and swamps there. So they're looking to do a lot of engineering and draining of swamps and putting in rows to deal with the the chana who they've been fighting with. So if you could maybe make a sale of like a a bunch of mud men to do the work for them. And your family has got a bunch of mud men they're looking to move.
3: Ah.
2: Well they you know they can do what they wish in their lands of course or in the Chana lands of course but um you know so so long as they want our mud men I'm I'm happy I'm sure Vana will be terribly unhappy of course being part of this the whole slaving thing
4: yeah just a bit
2: <laughs> but you, know, you
0: well you, sure. uh, you've had some trouble Vana cuz you know you were captured for a while and the, you had that dastardly second in command who decided it was his ship now and the crew was divided when you came back and you had to fight to get your ship back and and he spent all the the treasure you'd accumulated so your (laughs) your ship kind of needs some repairs so zamul was paying well and you need the money so
1: I see. I see. I
2: see the scene now coming into the dockyard, and it's that scene from the first Star Wars movie where she goes, "It's a pile of junk." <laughs>
4: Tiny, yeah.
2: <laughs> but oh well, if it takes us there, <laughs> well, maybe it was the only ship willing to go through those waters, or something.
0: Well, and we had an idea of uh, that when she had been captured, the Imrin was going to sell her to somebody and she didn't know who, and we had some idea, it might have been you. Right, right. So maybe you're hiring her ship because you have some sort of furry fascination.
2: Yeah, that's fine. I mean, when when you semi-regularly do mind-altering stuff, I'm sure a little fur is not the weirdest thing you've experienced. So should, should I maybe make the D 20 slaves, like, mudmen samples that I have with me as a sort of, like, you know, this is what we have on offer?
0: I don't know how many you'd want to actually bring.
2: Well, it, yeah, I, I could bring fewer. It's just, you know, it, it was that, like, GM's discretion 1 D20 slaves that I get from Slaver, the Slaver life path. Yeah,
0: if you want to say you're bringing, you know, some uh, sample, that's okay.
2: That seems like like a thing that he would do, right? If he had some on hand,
0: could be a, that could be your uh, a gift. Well, have uh, these. You can see how great workers they are in in the muck, in the swamps and jungles.
2: Right. Also, I'm forgetting that uh, the the are can be you know disgustingly ingratiating in in the, you know generous when they think they're they're going to get a reward. Yeah. So that yeah, that might be the offering, right? Like, look at these wonderful samples. We have many more. And, you know, take these. These are for free. Of course. Yes. Now sign here. (laughs) I'm just really Uh, hoping that we'll have some slaves with with maybe, you know, some escape plans and it'll all go horribly awry. Don't worry.
0: I'm sure things will go horribly awry.
2: (laughs) (laughs) They usually Uh, do. Now we're just going to yep. play this game, and we're going to have a, a calm, sensible discussion and a business deal, and everything is going to go smoothly, and then we'll sail in different directions, and it, that will be that. It will be a wonderful, not exciting game at all.
1: Cool. So just, just curious, what do mud men and mud women look like? Because Google's failing me.
0: Kind of like uh, four-footed anthropomorphic frogs. They have
1: okay. Yeah, Google failed me hard. <laughs> I have nothing like that. So frog people. Okay. So you're not going to use any of your slaves uh, to seduce them. Uh, okay. Good to know. Not in a base way. I'm going to seduce
2: them with the promise of possible work done. It's it's like selling a four wheel drive vehicle over you know cross country vehicle to someone who lives in a swamp. Right. It's that's sort of what they are. <laughs> In a horrible like <laughs> business transaction sort of way. It would be so interesting to know what what the rest of you think about this whole slaving business, 'cause because so to Samuel this is like his everyday work. He doesn't even reflect on it. It's it's the way it is what he does. Clearly Vana is not super comfortable with it, but it's interesting to see what like what's Valentine's takeaway
3: looking in the book and they're listed as mud people or the Morgwan. that's their their actual name and they're
0: kind of referred to as the mud men yeah they got four legs and then torso and two arms
1: oh, oh so they're like a, a centaur then
0: sort of yeah sort of a frog centaur kind of thing yeah
3: <laughs> yeah Looking at the picture, uh, instead of being you know the, the, the upright body at the front of the, of the body, it's actually in the middle. Oh, joy! Yeah, I see.
1: <laughs> yeah, they also like have it. a tail. You missed a limb there, it'll be perfect in the swamps. <laughs>
0: Do a little we'll do a little scene since Wilhelm's not here yet before we actually was gonna do this a flashback, but
4: Scenes good. Uh,
0: with uh, with Vanna sometime when you're out sailing on this mission for a few days, Wilhelm's character's uh his sort of valet butler guy. When you're alone there, maybe at the wheel, he uh comes up to you and says, Captain, I would like to discuss and a possible uh, opportunity with you to make a little extra money.
4: Hmm. I'm listening.
0: I am interested in having something smuggled out of Quan. Hmm.
4: I'm no stranger to smuggling, but it would depend on if it's worth my time and my effort.
0: Indeed, I will happily pay you a Two hundred gold, a hundred now, and a uh, hundred when we are safely back in Tarn.
4: Well, I can't agree on the price unless I know what it is.
0: I would prefer to leave that until the time. What you don't know, you cannot divulge. Hmm. Not that I distrust you. I would like this to be completely between us. Master Zamul needs know nothing of this.
4: Hmm. Let me tell you what, 150 now, 50 to buy my silence, and you got yourself a deal. He
0: reaches into his robe, pulls out a uh, a bag of coins and hands it to you. It is an honor to do business with you, good captain.
4: I will warn you, if this thing harms any of my boys... Oh,
0: there's there's no danger of that.
4: Good. Because if there does seem to be a danger... You and your crew and your master will be off this ship faster than you can turn your heads. Do I make myself clear?
0: Certainly, Captain. As always. Good. Bows and, uh, leaves you alone. All right. Do we have Wilhelm yet? Uh, yes, more or less. Real short window here with, uh, Ari, so... Gonna oh, all Get right. right to it. All right. So where would you guys normally be on, uh... Von ship generally when you're sailing along here on your ship on your trip
2: for some um, for all of you all of us well I can't speak for all of them I guess unless we're all in the same place unless we're all quartered in the same place or something but that would be silly like I should have my own cabin obviously of course you do since I'm the boss you you Um, yeah you kicked the captain out of her cabin because you had to have the best Oh, great. Well, in that case, I'm hiding there because I'm probably feeling the the effects of not having all my choice morsels of katala of and other stuff, you know, since a certain somebody forgot to pack them.
3: you got your drugs, man.
2: <laughs> so, yeah, I'm probably hiding uh, and trying to, yeah, not make a fool of myself. Uh, that would be
1: bad.
0: And um, Valentine, where do you usually
1: Probably the opposite end of the ship, at the bow, (laughs)
3: because
1: that's the most dramatic part of the ship. I'm the king of the world!
0: (laughs) (laughs) And is Vana usually at the wheel, or...?
4: No, she has a helmsman that does that, but currently she's stalking around, and I do mean stalking in the most literal term, checking out her... uh, Her newest accoutrements to the ship. (laughs) Uh, She's probably somewhere near the bow at the moment. All right. So
0: as you're rounding the southern end of the small island off the coast, you at the bow are the first to see two ships coming generally towards you, generally southward from the other end of the island. Uh, One of them is like a small... You can recognize it. It looks like it's probably a Quan ship. The other one, larger, black sails. know, there's not a skull and crossbones, but there are skulls and skeletons all festooned about the ship. So it's obviously a Mangar Corsair ship.
4: Do I know these people?
0: Uh, yeah. Or this ship? Do uh, I know the, this ship? This particular ship? Probably not.
4: Okay. I don't know this ship. Well, always a good chance to strike up a deal. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, it seems they are probably running down the smaller Quan ship, and of course, on the throw Quan things
3: th- overboard. Yeah,
0: on the Quan <laughs> ship is Yeah,
3: uh, yelling, "You know, throw things overboard quickly, quickly! We got to lose weight. Throw that pelican off. We don't need that."
4: I'm gonna sail on over there, or I'm gonna tell my helmsman to <laughs> yeah, turn right,
0: course. Yeah, right now they're they're about ninety degrees to you, coming the other direction.
4: Oh, okay, like then eastish. I'm going to turn the ship so we'll end up being alongside them. Or I'm going to have it turned. I don't do any of that nasty steering myself. I mean, I could, but Uh, why bother? How much
1: bigger and nastier is this Corsair compared to our vessel? It's a bit bigger.
4: Uh, Is is, is that a wise move, Captain? Are you questioning my judgment? No, I'm offering
1: uh, a second chance to think about it.
4: Then what would you do? I just smile. That's what I thought. <laughs> Set a course for intercept.
1: All uh, right, Captain.
4: All oh. right. <laughs> First officer, we got
3: another pirate ship coming off our starboard.
1: I think we got more than black going on here. Come on.
0: So I guess we'll, well, Suk, what are you doing? These pirates are faster than you, so.
3: Faster than me, but. Um, uh, all right. I see another pirate ship heading toward me. Right. Hard to starboard. Straight at another ship. All right.
4: Really hope you're not planning on rad- ramming the Ebon Fox, just saying.
3: No, I'm not planning to ram it.
0: <laughs> the, the Quan ship is looks almost like it's heading directly for you. And uh, the the Mangar ship is catching up with uh, the Quan ship. You can see it's starting to shoot a crossbow and uh, ballista fire at it. Your, your crew's like, all right. So, Captain, do we do we prepare for battle with the Mangars, or are <sighs> we running?
4: I'd rather I'd rather negotiate, but yes, prepare for battle. You can't
0: negotiate with Mangar corsairs.
4: I'm gonna give the order to to slow down a bit. See where this is going. Slow down is more
0: okay. He's making an easier target for you, uh, Sook.
3: Ah, so the, man- ma- the Mangar ship is to my port, correct? Yes. And there, uh, and and now I'm going to head straight for them. You're headed straight for the other pirate ship. Other pirate ship. Yeah, I go, I go back there and 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 take over the wheel, and I start and I wait until about, I would say, the last second, then go hard hard to starboard to go around the other ship.
0: Oh, <laughs> All right, you're basically you're trying to. Get the two pirate ships to hit each other is what I think.
3: Yes. Oh yes. So that definitely is a pilot piloting role. So I got a plus four of that. Okay.
0: And I assume you're seeing this coming, Vana, and <laughs>
4: Oh yes, I definitely
3: see this coming
4: and I'm dodging.
0: But we got PvP already. That is Sook. We'll be making piloting role. And uh it'll be opposed by your piloting and you'll get the aid of the the Mangar Corsair because they don't want to hit you. They don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's see. You'll be rolling, Sook, and you can add your piloting, and yep. we'll subtract. Yeah, Vana's piloting.
3: So I'll, ro- I'll make my roll now. Then, which is twelve. Hmm. I succeed in doing what I'm doing, but we'll see how well, how bad yeah,
0: you. Yeah, but her. Well, she's got crazy piloting because she's.
4: Yeah, yeah I have plus nine, or she is plus nine. Yeah, yeah.
0: So that's minus nine. Yeah. So fortunately for all those on all the other ships, as you're coming by, they are able to uh, which which side of the.
3: I was going on the. Uh, I was going on their port side.
0: Right. So Vana, which where do you want to position yourself as these two ships are going to be going past you? You want to be. Outside of the Corsair ship or in between them, in between
4: the Corsair and the... I'll be on the outside of the Corsair ship. That seems like a safer place to be. All right. As they're coming, you're able to turn and
0: swing out and they don't run into you, fortunately. It does, at least buys the uh, the Quan ship a little time as the the Corsairs have had to... Be concerned about not running into mm-hmm. on a
3: ship, and I didn't run into you either, so that's a good thing too. <laughs> so I'm still I'm staying hard to starboard. I'm making a, a circle. I'm heading back. I'm going to try to come alongside that other ship. You want to spin about to? Yeah, we're well, making a grand, making a circle. You know, basically making a, a right turn. You know, this thing turns like a like a semi. All, right. All the while, I can hear from under, from 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 the, from the aft cabin. Oh my dear, what's going
4: on?
0: Does anybody on Vana's ship want to do anything while this is going on? I'll take that as a no.
4: No.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm just looking at, uh, real quick, see, range touch. So that that, that can't help, just because it might be fun. How close did the Corsair pass to us?
4: Isn't it still alongside us?
0: You well, know, you're going opposite directions, so it's going to sail on by.
4: Yeah. Okay. Uh,
1: but is it like a oh. hundred feet away? Yeah, uh, fifty feet away? Are are, are we treating barnacles? Uh,
0: How close were you willing to get to it? There,
1: finally, you're the
4: about fifty feet.
1: There you go. Well, it just so happens my spell ranges fifty feet. Thank you.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Should I said seventy five?
1: Because I have a sense of humor. I have a spell called Dietz Bug Bomb, which has a five foot radius and a range of 50 feet. It only does one point of damage, but that just might be enough to all oh, pop some rigging or, uh, gen- generally, uh, create some confusion. And, uh, I- I'm looking to disadvantage the Corsair more than actually try to sink it with a, uh, a bug bomb. All right. Now, of course, uh,
4: <laughs> God damn you!
1: <laughs> what? Yeah, you know, if if it turns out that they only can uh, turn left or right, yeah, that puts them at a disadvantage, right?
4: Yeah, but I kind of was hoping to make them allies. But go ahead. <laughs> well, you
1: didn't ask. I thought you were trying to ram them.
0: All right, then uh, cast your spell.
1: Okay. Ah, come on, twenty. Been, come on, twenty. You, well, you can cast it at a uh, higher level
0: if, to do more damage if you would like.
1: I'm already at a minus two, so <laughs> no, 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 no. I, th- I think we'll we'll just we just want to like pop uh, some of the rigging and may- maybe cause uh, some sails to sit there and and uh, just have a large hole in them or something along those lines. Not even actually attacking the crew itself. Nah, no, never mind. No, <laughs> yeah, too complicated of a spell. <laughs>
0: There's a bit of uh, a poof and a bit of ruffling of of sails. It didn't seem to have a real significant effect to, on them. So
3: they slowed down, and I'm going as fast as I can. Yeah. I'm going to try to come alongside. I'm tell, I'm ordering the crew get the get the grappling hooks ready. We're going to latch onto them. They're going to tow us.
0: You're trying oh, you no, want to you try don't. to latch onto Vanna's ship? Yep, with our grappling hooks. All right. Uh, let's see. Let's. See.
4: Sorry, I was just going to l- ask if there was I'm a
2: saying. bad lurch or something to to this maneuvering, but now I know what's going to you know stir Samuel from his torpor.
3: Go ahead. Yes, yeah, so I got a sinking feeling about this. So that, would that be a command then for me to get them to do well, that? Right.
0: I think we're doing uh, piloting. All right. I'll see if, if Vanna's he's pr- attempting to come, come along. Aside, you are you going to allow that?
4: Oh, do they look dangerous to me?
0: Not particular. No, the 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 corsair ship is far more dangerous than this little
3: yacht. I mean, it has gold frills. It has it has lace curtains. No, we're not dangerous.
4: Uh, how far away are we from the other <laughs> ship? I mean, I'm assuming it's sailing by at a fairly quick rate. Yeah, it's
0: now it's it's passed and it's turning about as in its pursuit of this La ship.
4: Oh, if they want this ship, then that's a bargaining ship. Yeah, let them come aboard. So, let's see if
3: we can pull alongside without ramming you. <laughs> <laughs> What's that again? Table? Mishap table. Partial success. Okay. Yeah, we trade barnacles. You're
0: That means you're... You know, it's taking you a little longer to to swing about. And, uh... And going, the, she's just going a little bit faster than us. So, the Mangar ship has been able to Swing Come about, and now it's pulling alongside you.
3: Oh, uh, I'm gonna di- desperately try to, pilot, you know, dodge out, dodge all the way in, in, in the floating pig. So another piloting roll, I guess. Oh God. <laughs> well, we succeed in dodging, but they probably got a line on us.
0: Actually, yeah. You, actually, you don't, because their their piloting is good enough to bring that down to a failure. Ah. So as they're they're trying to come alongside uh, your ship, Vanna. You see the the manguard have closed beside the Quan ship. Yeah, and they're starting to throw grapples over to the side and grapple onto
4: it. Um, am I close enough to shout at them? If you want to be sure. Okay, I think uh, we're, we've probably closed from 75 feet to something like 30 or 40. Because my ship is fast enough for that. I'm going to try to pick out who looks to be the captain of this ship. Which ship? The Mangars. There's one guy
0: who seems to be yelling and pointing at people, so probably him.
4: And I'm going to yell at him, and my tail is like bottle brush because I'm like freaked out at the moment. Oi! What's the big idea?
0: They seem rather fixed on capturing this Kwan ship, and are they're pointing ballistas at you, but otherwise not paying a whole lot of attention to you, seeing if you're going to interfere with them.
4: Otherwise, they're not. I just want to know what's going on. I'm not interfering. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it, what's going on is obviously these are pirates, and they're going to go take this ship and probably kill everybody on board and carry off whatever loot they can.
4: Is the ship bigger than mine? There's By, Yeah. Hmm.
2: Okay, Abana, the rules of acquisition say that you should let the manga kill everyone, and then you attack the manga when they're...
4: Yeah, wh- I'm thinking about that, actually.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm yelling, Kazu, Kaizen, protect the mistress.
0: Yeah, they're they're <laughs> stationed there in front of the
3: cabin.
2: Chewing nails, spitting at you.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm grabbing... I'm grabbing I'm Get grabbing, out of here, you idiot. They got scrappled. I'm grabbing a, an axe, and I'm running over, and I'm starting to chop at the bottom of the other ship.
4: Hmm, which one looks more profitable? (laughs) The one, obviously, obviously the one that that looks more profitable is the one that's covered in gold. (laughs) The other one,
0: it's covered in skeletons and remains of other beings that they've
3: killed.
4: Yeah, no, that's not profitable at all. I'm going to shout to my crew, uh, prepare to board.
3: I, I, I hear her yelling up there going, We'll
4: pay you triple where they're offering! (laughs) <laughs> that does it for me my tail actually starts wagging at that even though i'm not paying a lot of attention <laughs> since they're paying you nothing right now i mean
0: <laughs> jivez is probably uh rousing the mules sir there seems to be pirates outside uh there may be some danger
2: Oh, what a nuisance! Why can't you just deal with the pirates like all the other times?
0: Do you want me to offer to pay them off?
2: Pay pay them? Oh, don't have the funds for that, and I'm 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 in a deficit already. We need to we need to. Oh, get me something to drink, and I'll I'll go out and survey the situation
3: right away, sir. <laughs> I just imagine him being a, a more drunk, hairy mud. <laughs> <laughs> someone's
2: probably like extra ashen and all sweaty and like he's not wearing his full regalia because it's just awful being in, in um, withdrawal he's going to freshen up as best he can and then you know go out and see what's going on
0: you didn't bring enough of your of stash are you saving it till you get there
2: Um, I, I think we, we came to a conclusion that probably Gives had an idea that it's probably not good For the family to have a completely baked out of his dome Samuel doing trade negotiations. So like he has probably manipulated the situation to the family's benefit or his own benefit. I don't know. But yeah, somebody quote unquote forgot to pack
1: the necessary stuff.
3: And the stuff you carry in your person, you already toked away. Oh, yeah.
1: And Valentine... I suppose one should prepare for battle. I'm imagining this, and this may be wrong, but we kind of got like a a yacht sandwich going on with the... (laughs) Looks that way. Okay, we're on one side, the Corsairs are on the other, and we're probably going to meet in the middle. Yeah, the uh, Corsairs are on the the yacht's port side, and you
0: guys are on the yacht's starboard side.
3: Yeah. And the, uh, well, the, the yacht's already pulled, pulled alongside of the, uh, Corsair. Yeah. And you see this plucky sunrod with an axe busy chopping at the at the hull. On your yacht, you know, you've got maybe half a dozen crew and. and Of which probably three or four have already dived over the side and said, bye. No, I don't think so. Well, I think we've, we've, we've (laughs) been
1: hastily contracted to provide defense. So (laughs) I, I guess (laughs) I'll join the boarding party.
4: Um, Can I stop him?
1: He's probably not telling you
0: what he's doing. He's just doing it. He's just
3: (laughs) dropping a line
4: and swinging across. I guess I'm going to board too. And Slasher is... I'm going to call Slasher. So he'll be on my shoulder when I get over there. All right. That's right. That's your pet dragon. No. What? (laughs) Whatever it is. It's a Nighthawk. It's a hawk with blades on its wings. It's Sidian Sharp. uh, Well,
0: first we'll deal with Sook on um, the yacht, so the, the corsairs thrown over grappling lines, pulled the side, and you can see them massing to board.
3: Actually, I'm better off cutting the lines with it with an axe. than I am trying to cut their cut the the uh, black wood hull of their ship. So I'm going to start cutting lines as fast as I can with with the axe. So what, that'd be a a dex
0: dex uh, test.
3: Yeah, that'd work. All right. Which is just a straight D twenty. Ah, the a-
0: yeah. So you go charging over there with your axe, and a uh, crossbow bolt smacks it uh, dead in the the haft, and it flies out of your hands.
3: And now I'm contemplating going for a swim, except I'm honor bound to protect mistress. So it's like, okay, I grab my cutlass, and I'm just ready for whatever happens. All right, so.
0: Vanna, your your crew, you're like alright, so we go attack the Corsairs or what? What what's the plan here, Captain?
4: Well the plan, my boys, is have fun. No survivors. Alright, Captain. You are the worst captain
0: <laughs> <laughs> The the fishmen and the, the quans as well or
4: No, take them aboard. I have a feeling they're going to be worth something to us. Alright. Alright. Watch yourselves out there. Cue the Captain Blood music. We'll make a general sort of mass combat
0: role, but we'll have each of you, your characters, tell me what you're doing in this big battle individually. And if you succeed, then it'll be you know, bonuses to the, to the big combat role.
3: Yeah, well, I know that I'm not a good swordsman that Kazu and Kaishin are. So I'm going to rush, rush to them and, uh, basically, uh, order them defend the, defend the mistress and I stand behind them. So I'm using my command skill. I'm I'm saying my, my two, my two, um, oh, what the hell? Again, I can't remember. Kang, my two, my two pet Kang. Well, not my pet Kang, my two <laughs> Kang They actually would not mind stepping aside and letting me get skewered. Yeah, defend the mistress. <laughs> I
0: think I think you should do something else because commanding them to defend the mistress, they're going to do that. They're, All right, you need to do something more interesting. You can deal mm-hmm. with it, do something with the rest of the crew, or
3: yeah, you know, I, I actually I'm going to order them to. Uh, we're not fighters, we're sailors. You know, abandon ship but I'll stay on board, so I'm just telling them, get off! Save yourselves! I'll stay here and defend the mistress. We're so aquatic. Valiant.
4: Mm-hmm. I can tell you that Kazu probably would not abandon ship at this point. Just saying.
3: No, 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 I'm not telling them. I'm telling the, su- the su- Sunra to abandon ship. Oh, We're aquatic. That's not
0: something that's gonna materially affect
3: oh, the fight. So my weapon, my weapon! Yeah, so if I, you yeah. just want to say you're... Yeah, I got my cutlass out, I'm fighting.
0: So yeah, you can... <laughs> Roll that and
3: see what I get. See how
0: successful it is, and describe what you're.
3: Oh my doing. god, twenty-one!
0: Tell us what daring do you do in the fight
3: as the Magnars come down? They basically. Yeah, I'm taking a tip ahead. hat. I have, I have the low ground and I can basically just go up there and skewer them as they come on down with my cutlass, you know, stabbing upwards and skewering them as they try to come on down to the deck, doing my best to, uh, you know, hamstring them and, and otherwise, you know, be a general nuisance so that the, that the, uh, Kang have easier targets to fight against when they, when they, when they try to storm the, uh, the cabin.
0: Okay. Then, uh, who wants to describe what they're doing next?
4: Um, Can I have a quick uh, location check on Valentine, Dirk?
0: Well, then let's let's go Valentine. Valentine, what are you doing?
1: I'm going to bring up my arrow shield and rush forward because, hey, uh, I make a much better pin cushion than these guys do. And uh, I I am totally impressed with the uh, captain's uh, sword play against the uh, Corsair borders. Now, I would enjoy fighting side by side with such a man of skill. Man, thing, whatever.
4: <laughs> Did I call her that to her face? You'll get a you'll get a taste for swordplay, all right.
1: No, he's Wrong captain. Souk. Oh yeah, Suk. The other captain. The other man thing. Anyway, so uh, first, I the, my primary thing though is getting the arrow shield up because uh, yeah, the, those incoming crossbow bolts will ruin your day. All right, so uh, roll the. Okay, you've cast
0: one. Sp- Bells, and you didn't do it successfully. Successfully, yeah. So you're at minus one on this roll.
1: That so makes you, me a 15 then. So that's still a
0: full success.
1: Huzzah! I'm more or less arrowproof proof for the time being, or the next minute. <laughs> Long enough hopefully to uh, turn the tie. Okay, so you can describe your attack there as you...
0: How do you, you swing
1: over, leap over, what? I, I guess the uh, first question is, how close are we to the yacht? Are, are we, uh, uh, gunwall to gunwall of, uh, rubbing against each other where I could vault over? What? That's
0: what I understand that, uh, Vaughn is wanted.
1: In, in yeah. that case, I'll vault over, uh, run across the, uh, deck of the yacht, slide up next to the captain, little starry shield, uh, doing its best to protect me from incoming arrows. I like the cut of your, uh, jib there. And, uh, it's... Duck! <laughs> 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 I sword and just... Star saying ha, 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 ha! And some of that, too!
0: Let's have you make an attack roll to see how successful you
1: are at fighting pirates. Okay. do 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 do, do. So that's MR. Large you, you, blades. No. no, this would be your, uh, yeah.
3: Large blades. Oh, much better. Okay, yes. Ah, uh, twenty. Rick? We're just two whirling dervishes of blades down there. Zamul, you've probably
0: staggered up onto the
3: deck by now. Oh. (laughs) (laughs)
1: That's noise. <laughs> <laughs>
2: the noise and the sunlight and yeah, everything is just horrible. And and I'm sure it's sort of glittering off the great big mirror that is the ocean. Uh, so I'm I'm just sort of staggering out, squinting at what's going on. I'm trying to take in the situation. Like, where is everyone? What's happening? What have they done now? Well, G- Tevez is
0: kind of giving you the ah. Those, sir, I believe our Mangar Corsairs, they're attempting to attack this uh, this uh Quan ship, and the captain has commanded the crew to go kill all the Mangars.
2: Oh uh, Yes, yes, of course. I can see that. I knew that already. Um, of course, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can see we're already engaged, so you know, uh, make it so. Go help them. No, stay back. I, I will... It. No. <laughs> um... And then I'm, I probably see, like, the vessel between the pirate ships and all the gold. The, the Quan ship is definitely a ship of wealth. And, like, you know, my eyes go wide and I'm like, protect that vessel! <laughs> 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 I'm, uh, I'm achieving my, my curved dagger and I'm rushing down to the other ship. I can, it's,
3: you have to kill with the gunwarp. Walk- Go over the gun walls and climb down the boarding the boarding rope and stuff like that. Yeah, that's that. gonna take a long time.
0: <laughs> yeah, Jeeves will go uh, Trog, help the master.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so he like pick you up and carefully lower you down onto the. <laughs> <laughs> Are you doing thing that might actually mechanically help in this battle?
2: No, nah, not in this. Uh, exchange, I think. I think I'm busy doing, like, realizing stuff. Kay. Trog, help, master!
4: Silvana,
0: <laughs> anything in, you want to do individually to maybe set up something that will help in the overall combat here?
4: What is the layout of men on this ship? Like, are most of them below deck or most of them above deck?
0: If you, you've assembled them to go attack, so they've been swarming. No, no,
4: no, no, at, the other ship.
0: The other ship? Well, you don't know whether there's anybody below, but there's a mass of them that are jumping onto the Quan ship. They've thrown over their grapples and pulled it close, so now they're jumping over or swinging over onto the
4: yacht. I'm going to kind of make a sweeping gesture to half my boys and go protect that ship. Rest of you, with me. And, uh... Start, I guess, taking people out and commanding my Nighthawk to take people out. Lots of blood and guts and lovely things everywhere. <laughs>
0: Jumping over into battle with, like, your halberd or whatever you use.
4: Uh, I actually use a crossbow, so I'm going to find a place to stand, or to, to crouch, rather, that I can get a good shot All at right. the... Um, you saw the captain. The captain of this vessel.
3: Not the moist one but with the gray, with the gray green skin. The other guy. Up, up, up yeah, the other. The ship.
4: other <laughs> I don't want to shoot the captain of the Quan ship. No, yeah, the other.
0: Yeah. The big, one with the large hat. Big scarred guy. Now he doesn't have a hat. Ah. These <laughs> guys, he does have a hook hand though. Okay. Is
4: that the dread pirate Lefty?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Your crossbow shot there. D twenty plus five.
4: Plus five, you say.
0: Uh, looking at your sheet, that's what you have for crossbow, yes.
3: Yeah. Well, it hits, but not very well.
0: With his skills, you fire and uh, it strikes into the gun wall right next to him and snaps and looks, tension. <laughs> kill the stupid cow if they're going to interfere. So, I will do a mass combat roll. Let's see, you've got uh you can use your command. You can add your command, all let you add your tactics into that. Plus six for the uh the efforts of your two heroic characters. So you're at uh plus eleven so far. And then we'll subtract out their abilities. But yeah, just roll uh a D twenty plus eleven.
3: Okey-doke. Eighteen? Not bad.
0: That's uh, full success so so far you are beating them back. You know, if you want to uh describe what that looks like you can or
4: Um I'll let you.
0: Okay, so they send their first wave of men over the the side and Suk and Valentine are rather impressively cutting them down. A couple of, of arrows just ping off Valentine as though he was protected by a magic shield. Exactly. It even goes thunk when when uh, activated. A couple come up towards the... Try to rush towards the Kang, which... Suicide. Yeah. They get cut down. Your crew leaps over, you know, swinging down, and a lot of them landing on top of the, the Mangar and toppling them to the ground and sinking their swords in them. You put a... Cru- couple crossbow bolts and a couple who tried to to run across over onto your ship when Zamul is lowered onto the deck and Trog jumps down and squashes the one guy who is coming up to stab Zamul. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Trog protects Zamul. Javez is, comes
0: up behind Vana is going to uh, do make sure and uh, protect Master Zamul. He is paying for your services. All right, so so let's uh, do do another turn. You guys currently have the advantage.
3: So now for some really bad dice rolls. Oh, I do my best to fight off the... Uh, and that's just partial success. Oh, slipping in the blood.
0: Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, Valentine, you want to describe what you're doing here?
1: Well, we're going to... Uh recast uh, the arrow shield, because that's important. Well, it's, it's it hasn't been long enough, I don't think, to. Well, it, it only lasts a minute, so I imagine, you know, if each Sally is...
0: It's probably not been quite that long. Maybe, wow, okay. You know, it's fast, maybe been 30 seconds.
1: Fast and Furious, in that case, we'll continue with our sword play. Of course, uh, let's see what we get here. Ah, terrible that's, roll. This is kind of slipping there, old man.
0: Yeah, I think against most of them that's still gonna be a full
4: success.
0: Okay, Zamul, what do you wanna do? You're now on the deck of the Quan ship.
2: Against all better witting, I think I'm going to make a fiery display, you know, to put the fear of Avar in people. As they should so have. I'm gonna Yes, yes. So I'm going, I'm going to invoke his holy name and clothe myself in his fiery vestments. Uh, that's the idea anyway base difficulty is minus 10 You're So using
3: fire magic on a
4: ship made of that's wood that's not a great idea
2: <laughs> oh yeah mind you I, I'm a little adult brained uh, right now so that's how it is And that is is—that is uh, a ward what, what's my ward skill plus 3 so I'm at minus 7 um, I'm sure this will go very well it'll go blazingly Yes, yes. And of course, I'm invoking Avar in the sense of, you know, you know help me drive these, these heathens from, from my acquisitions. Stuff like that. <laughs> The prayer is prayer is really just like, it's more like a business petition than it is um, a holy.
1: For the usual tithing of 10%. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: well, Avar may, uh, or whoever may come and give you a little boost here.
2: All right. Say a plus three. Okay. So minus four. Because we do want a little bit of failure possibility. Now oh, that's 11.
0: All <laughs> that success, so. Yes! <laughs> Describe what that looks like.
2: Out of nowhere, after his like tirade about, um, uh, you know, his, his little business dealing with the with, uh, Avar in this sort of weird business slash ecclesiastic uh, language. This fire springs up from his feet and rushes up his legs and up his body and uh, around his limbs. And he's like, co- he's uh, cloaked in this swirling inferno that is a hazard to anyone and everyone near him. <laughs> oh, get off my but, ship! <laughs> but mechanically, it works, it works like a, you know, a, a 20 hit points of protection, which will go away the more people hack at
1: it.
0: All right. So.
1: There's Bonus the, points yeah. for intimidation. <laughs> so it's like, uh, yes. who wants to wrestle with the flaming dude?
4: <laughs> <laughs> Bonus you points should, for a bad idea, maybe?
3: You should you should, you should <laughs> definitely walk over to the Mangar ship and give it a bear hug. <laughs>
0: then, Vanna. Yes? What do you want to be doing in this?
3: Sniping again,
0: or doing something else? Or?
4: Mm, I could try to snipe, I could send my hawk. Could you do both? That's a good question. Can I do both? Um, sure. Okay. I'm going to send my hawk to tear out the eyes of, um... (laughs) Nothing personal. (laughs) Someone who is close to me. And I'm going to try to snipe at the, uh, Corsair Captain again. Alright. Because he's obviously not paying attention to me. (laughs) There's a flaming person on his... On my ship. (laughs) Yeah, on that ship. Oh, what do I roll for the hawk? Probably like plus two. Okay, so two rolls then. Okay, well, oh, I missed that. And for the hawk, you said 1d20 plus three? Two. Two. <laughs> All right, so, I suck at fighting.
0: Yeah, when you're getting ready to shoot just about as you're pulling it, what was the name of the hawk? Slasher. Slasher, Slasher happens to fly right in your line of shot, so you pull up and your shot goes wild.
3: And scares Slasher. Yeah, and, and Slasher
0: dives to avoid the the bolt. So, Alright, so now make a combat roll. You didn't get as much help from those two, but you get a little more help from the Zamul this time. So you've got you're plus five from your command and tactics. And I will say you're at plus ten this time. Four. You're commanding your troops. This is how the overall battle's going.
4: Okay. after uh, After this roll, can I start heading back over towards Zemul?
0: If you want to jump onto the Kwan ship, yeah.
4: Yeah, sure. I kind of do. One d twenty plus ten, then
0: respectable. You don't uh, surprise them as ferociously as you did previous round, but you've somewhat stemmed the the tide of their their wave onto the the yacht. As your men are beating them back, the ones who made the rush on the, the Kang have died and the others are not looking to advance on them. So the Kang throw a couple daggers into ones that aren't brave enough to face them. The rest of your men have, have managed to cut a couple of the grappling lines between the Quan Yacht and the Mangar.
4: This is why I love my boys.
0: All right. You want to, to jump over onto the, the yacht. Yep. All right. Anybody want to describe anything they're doing this round?
3: Well, I'm, I'm standing up and I'm moving back toward to the cabin where the mistress, what is, the, what is the mistress's name? Any, by the way? Charmina. Sharmina. And I'm going, I'm telling my newfound friend, uh, you, sir, come with me. We must protect, uh, protect the mistress, Sharmina. You know, basically, because also that means we're, we're going to be near, near the Kang. So we might be able to do a pincushion between the two of us. You know, I'm not going to go right up to them. I basically leave a space between so we can, you know, get pirates between us and the Kang. And you can see the, the door is cracked and somebody's been peeking out watching this battle. Mistress, go back in there and, 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 and with your servants and stay safe. All right, so you want to... Yeah, another, another fight and roll. 21! Whee! Between me and the Kang, we're chewing up pirates. Describe your daring do here. I'm, I'm busy guarding, parrying, and then moving around so they go right into the Kang. And the Kang just sort of chew them up like a, like a Vegematic.
0: All right. Uh, Valentine.
1: I have an audience. Yes. So we're going to add acrobatics.
3: She <laughs> wants <laughs> sword fighting. She looks pretty for someone who weighs 300 pounds. It
1: doesn't matter.
3: So it's like, Someone is
1: watching. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so all, all I see is an eyeball. <laughs> we'll, we'll do, of course, the usual sword play, but if we can add a little dash to it, huzzah. Oh, and
3: your shield's gone down too now. Ah, oh,
1: okay. How much multitasking can I do here? Cause it. Yeah. It's hard to be dramatic while punctured. Well... I am actually a battle mage. I can do this. I'm a trained professional.
0: So you're at your third spell. You were successful, though, for that one. So you're still just at minus one.
1: Okay. Well, here's the arrow shield. Ah! Oh, well. One cannot always do a uh, clever roll and uh, hop while uh, casting magic. You've got something, but it kind of fades in and out. Uh well, it, it, it might be good for one hit, but uh, hey, <laughs> I, I wouldn't bank on it for more. I'm going to throw down some acrobatics. Yeah, not too flashy, too much blood on the deck. All right. And I'm actually am trying to hurt someone with a sword. Ah, I've had better performances. All right, but that's all good
0: stuff here, so you describe your daring do there.
1: Because these uh, Corsairs are such slackers, I guess I'm going to have to t- take the battle to them, so I'm going to actually... St- Step up on the wall of of the yacht and fight them while they 're crossing on the ropes
0: I just like
1: to go out of myself and a
0: target an arrow uh hits you, but fortunately, your shield caught that one, but you think it's gone now. You send one of the the advancing corsairs into the water ha well if
1: if I know sokra 's crew, which i don 't i 'm sure he 's doomed then Vanna, what are you doing
4: if it's possible i 'd like to land on the roof of the uh cabin i've seen what these ships look like they have like that little raised cabin thing i'd like to land on the roof and make my way down inside that cabin of the Mm. yacht or of the corsair of the yacht
0: to get into the cabin you'd have to get past the kang who have been so far been good at cutting down anybody who came close
3: and as you look over you see that right now the the captain of the ship is busy feeding pirates to them Mm, can i sneaky
4: i could be sneaky I could be a bit sneaky.
1: There is a nice big distraction known as a pirate battle going
4: on. Yeah, there is. I'm going to use that distraction and try to sneak into the cabin. Maybe
0: you can try to sneak in a window or something, I suppose. Yeah. yeah there's
3: windows in the sides. I'm not
4: going in the front door. I'm going to like go in one of the side windows or the back window or something. Uh, I have stealthy.
3: Don't
0: have the skill stealth, but you naturally have stealthy, so you've got a plus three and there is a battle going on, so all we'll the say everything's wash between whether or not they, uh, the Mangar see you and shoot at you or the the Kang happen to notice and try to stop you. So roll your d20 plus three.
3: Would it be a dex roll or just a straight d20? Yeah, yeah
0: it'd be d20 plus dex and your plus three, so it's plus six overall.
1: That pushes it to 11. You're successfully uh,
0: able to... Jimmy into this luxurious cabin. There's
1: lots of silk.
0: Yeah, there's <laughs> you know there's four or so female handmaidens. Yeah, mandolin servants there. Dressed in fine silks, and there's a uh, ridiculously be robed with all this fancy silks and embroidery and uh, the jewels woman who's peeking out the door of the cabin, watching what's going on.
4: Miss, I would suggest you step away from there.
0: But now let's do a big main battle roll. No, Zamul, We didn't do Zamul. What's Zamul doing?
4: Uh, I guess he's
2: uh, leaping behind the lines or at people and, and you know, shouting things like, kill them all! All of them! And send them to pyre And rushing back and forth and attempting to be intimidating.
3: Like I said, the Stay puff Marshmallow Man. He's
2: more sad than scary, but, well, <laughs> uh, yeah.
3: <laughs> do you have intimidation?
1: He's
2: on fire! That's something. Is that something
0: you Threatening physical violence, so I guess you could use that in this. Instance.
2: I mean, I want to inspire them to run away. I guess, or or my crew to kill them, the pirates. Anyway, same Which difference.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you can either, yeah, you can either be coercing the mangar or you know, inspiring.
2: You know what? I guess I'm right behind my own men, burning. So I guess it's more like. <laughs> I'm a I'm coercing them. Like holy shit. <laughs> Someone burning back me. So yeah, that's that's course uh, Bonus crew, I guess.
0: <laughs> Kill the the Mangar or you will burn. <laughs>
2: yes. <laughs> so let's see. Uh, I think that's plus three.
0: Twelve. Alright, so that's a uh, full <laughs> success. They are definitely do not want to
1: go near you in the fire. <laughs> <laughs> Have to consider that the next time i need to give a motivational speech
4: lighting <laughs> yourself on fire yes, no 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 no, no 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 i wouldn't
1: light myself on fire the fire would be coming from behind the people say
4: that's you in the back row
1: he says like i'm turning on the gas now <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right then so
1: now the big roll
0: i think with some mules help this time
3: and my crit
0: Five from your base, and I think you're at uh, 12.
3: 12? Okay. Ooh.
0: All right. This is going to be uh, enough where you're going to win this battle. So you guys want to describe what you're doing here?
3: Well, I guess I'll go first. I'll be going first. The, the, the pirates from the other oh. ship are driving off the pirates from, from the Mangar ship. At this point, I'm sort of, like, staying guarding the cabin, knowing, you know, keeping the pirates from getting inside.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know.
2: Aren't uh, you
3: going to uh, be in for a surprise? And I turned to... Which one, was, which one was friendlier to me? Again, it wasn't Kazu. It was... <laughs> Neither one are particularly friendly. No, no, no. One <laughs> was friendlier to me. It was Kaishin was friendlier to me. I think Kazu
0: was more friendly.
4: Yeah, I,
3: Kazu, I, I Kazu was. Kazu? I, I, Kazu? What? Not, I think... We may be captured by another set of pirates.
4: If he could face palm while still holding a sword, he would.
3: We may have to negotiate this one. Uh, at least they haven't gotten to the mistress yet. <laughs> and that's my bit.
0: All right, Valentine.
1: With a flourish and a salute, I cut the last grappling rope between uh, the uh, corsairs and us. Yeah.
3: But right. leaving our ship may I should curse grapple to your ship, okay, of course yes.
1: <laughs> yes. So we claim this prize, and you know, it says good fight so, so they get a salute, but they're not getting on board
0: all right, the
2: the vestments only really last yeah. about a minute, yeah. so're fired yeah, they go out, and you know obviously, since we're winning, Samuel is simply hanging back a little. Watching Trog maybe crushing another one. Trog smash!
0: <laughs> He's done a good job of smashing ones that got close to you, or if he missed one, then your fiery vestments were able to prevent you from taking harm. Cool, cool. All right, then, Vanna.
4: One question. Are there any nice, pretty, like, necklaces or anything sitting on her boudoir? Yes. i get to take one. <laughs> All right. <laughs> And and she's going to go, consider this payment, and I'll be taking one of you three later. (laughs) She's talking to the... uh, The handmaidens, yeah. Yes, the handmaidens. She is very much bisexual and finds them very attractive. Oh, great. We got a predator. (laughs) (laughs) In more than one sense of the word, yes. And she's just going to... Listen for the sounds of battle to die down and open up the door and yeah, the, uh, gotta just stru- stride out like she owns the place.
0: The Mangar, the ones that are left on their ship are pulling up the, the sails and they're they're taking off. They're gonna quit the fight.
1: <laughs>
0: Captain cursing, waving his hook at you.
4: <laughs> I'm gonna just smile and wave back. <laughs> Somebody made a friend.
1: Bye.
4: <laughs> and then um, I'm wearing, obviously, the most expensive necklace this lady owns.
3: You! And I point my claws at you. Did
4: you harm the mistress? She could tell you for herself whether or not I harmed her. Mistress,
3: are you
0: okay? You find that her eyes seem to linger mostly on Valentine. She goes, oh, that was a most e- exciting fight. I've never seen anything like that before.
3: Yeah, you know, satisfied. Okay. You, um, I am, I am the Sukhra of the, uh, what's, what's, uh, no, I've got Sunra. my master's name. You're a son uh, no, no. of the
0: Quan Empire? Yeah, yeah, but what's my master's name, though? Well, Ardashir is the...
3: I am, I'm a captain of Ardashir, the satrap for blah, 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 blah. Southern Kwan. Southern Kwan. Um, we were taking his, his wife, uh, to, uh, get some birds.
0: Yeah, you're, you're on your way back from that when you were
3: attacked. Oh, the birds okay. Oh no, I'm only press- I'm only person on the ship myself. Me and the rest of the crew is gone.
0: The rest of the crew is climbing back on board. since you he-
3: check the birds, make sure they're okay. I mean, we spent a good week getting those lovely birds. Yes, Captain. Yes. So what? Do we, uh, so how much blood? How much blood might we owe you?
4: Hmm. That remains to be seen. But if you would like a ride back to wherever you're heading? I'm willing to offer you one, as long as you don't mind if we make a little side trip first.
3: I sort of stop and I turn and I see the Farad. Oh, wait. I should be talking to this person. I turn around and start walking towards Zamul. <laughs>
4: <laughs> she's growling. You can't see it, but she's growling. Hey!
3: Sir, um, thank you for the rescue. I did not know the Farad made use of pirates.
2: Uh, So, what, a servant has come up to me with a
3: sword? No. I'm the, I'm the captain of the ship. I am I am Sukrad, captain of this of the ship. He probably looks decent because he's he was captain for this ship. oh ah, so. okay. Oh yes, I, I am wearing. I, I am wearing my uh, mandolin silk cloth robes yeah. for this.
4: She's going to stalk uh, up behind him while they're talking. <laughs>
2: I'm squinting at you with a, my ashen face and and uh, taking in, appraising your your dress. You as well, step forward. This is
0: Zamul of the house, uh, what uh, Of Murath. Right. Murath, your beneficent savior from yeah. <laughs> the clutches of those vile corsairs.
3: I sheath my, my cutlass and I give him a proper bow. Thank you. Aquas praise you for your timely intervention. They, they have been t- chasing after us for several hours, and if you hadn't come 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 across us, we surely would have been raided and sunk in all and all hands lost. And the mistress probably would be held for ransom. It would have been... I kind of feel like I should do a, like a vampire <laughs> hits at you when you say Aquus. Polar opposite.
2: But, well,
0: are you speaking to him in Taloslan or in Quan?
3: Oh, in Taloslan. <laughs> uh, Talith-
0: tell- he's not real great in, in at Taloslan, so it's possible, you know, you don't quite catch that he's invoking another god. All right, cool.
3: How good are you in Land? He's completely fluent. You aren't. Ah.
2: <laughs> Furthermore, I'm used to having, you know, a more flowery vocabulary, and and mm-hmm. you're probably using the rougher seafaring.
3: No, I'm using stuff. high tales land. Oh, got, are you? Cool. Yes, I'm plus three in it. Which is, you so you're te- you're putting on
2: airs. That's so adorable.
3: Yes. besides if I really want to speak in a proper proper high uh, high flute language, I would speak in Quan. <laughs> Speaking of which, I say in Quan, all right, folks, make, keep an eye on these pirates. We need to make sure that everything's okay. Um I'm negotiating our release back to you in Hightower's land. Me speak it to you, okay? <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I'm I'm leaning over to it. and I'm going, "Did that servant say his name was Sucker?" Sucra, I believe, sir. Ah, uh, <laughs> well, tell this Sukra that uh, we are happy to provide the service uh, of, of saving all their skins and, of course, we expect ample compensation from whoever owns this delightful and flourish vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> yes?
4: No, she's just clearing her throat behind him. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm being Purposely oblivious to the captain behind me, because obviously she's not in oh, charge.
4: Okay, question, question. <laughs> How many other people on this ship speak Sea Nomad? Not me. So it's just me and my crew? Yeah. I'm going to say, in Sea Nomad, rob them blind, don't hurt anyone. <laughs> that is my order.
0: <laughs> Your crew is looking a little warily at the... uh two Kang. At the Tukang Kang, who they saw just murder anything that came close to them. So they're a little loath to go towards them in the cabin where they know is the big wealth. Oh, uh, okay. We'll check the hall, Captain.
4: You do that. Don't come near the Kang. Steal <laughs> the birds! <laughs> <laughs> Steal those annoying things they were talking about. Don't hurt them. We'll ransom them.
0: Yeah. One of them comes up holding the bird's cage you know, with some little. Trooping singing birds.
4: I'm probably looking at it very hungrily. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not
4: much meat on them, captain. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Those
4: are the singing
3: birds of wherever the hell that island is. And they are, they are a rarity. They only, they only breathe in that island and they are known for known for out as for their lovely song. I'm saying this in high t- lantern. Right.
4: Which I don't uh, understand. Yeah, you do. <laughs> no, I don't. I have Ooh. low Talis lantern. I don't have no, high I
0: they're close enough that you can understand him. Oh, okay. Yeah. Shakespearean English and Cockney, you know that
4: sort of. Thing. You're right. <laughs> I would, I would like to mock uh, Zamul here. What? Just a bit of a mocking mockery, just a little bit of mockery. You're welcome. Don't fight
2: the hand that feeds you.
4: <laughs> I'm not going to burned. <laughs> uh, she, she's got her arms crossed and she's like, "Well, Captain, where should we go to next, Captain?"
0: <laughs> <laughs> Debezzled Kind of whisper dismal, Well we were going to this trade negotiation With the Quan This could go well for us Our saving of the Satrap's
4: wife mm. oh. I like the way you speak
2: so there's a there's a moment of, of, of like Clint Eastwood deliberation in um, squinty deliberation in, in uh, someone's face. Then he points to whoever's carrying birds out and going, you there, put that down immediately or I'll have you thrown overboard." Glances over at Vana. <laughs>
4: put it back where you got it. We don't want to make them angry.
2: From here on out, we are serving as vessels protectors and I've, we will be paid handsomely in turn. Of This I will make sure.
3: Yes, the satrap will will gladly reward you for the service, oh great one <laughs> yes, but
2: of course and and now suddenly, Samuels is putting on this almost saccharine too sweet uh solicitive solicitating sort of bowing almost disgusting friendliness right about him it's like of course we wouldn't dream of putting uh putting too outrageous a price upon this most modest of services it is of course best and and our most our highest desire to have the satra's satraps goodwill. favor right goodwill yes
0: the Quan woman is our oh. Well, thank you for your timely service. The suns are a bit uh, harsh today. Let's retire to my cabin and, and have some fine uh, wine. I
2: have Whereas, to leave, but I'm going to have... You are beautiful, dear uh, mistress, you know, and someone will bow again, you know, the deep, the deepest bow he can manage, right? And, of course, he'll join her. So, Ari.
4: I have to, I have to leave, but um. Oh, I, I want to have Vanna do something before I leave. All right. Uh, she's gonna make this mistress's day. She's gonna send the two most handsome of her boys to her and say, fulfill her every desire (laughs) and you will be rewarded handsomely for it.
0: She seems to really have eyes for Valentine.
4: Well, Vana's just being a good host. It sounds like a party. (laughs) 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 She also knows full well the two she's sending are gay so that's fun. (laughs) <laughs> More women for her.
0: <laughs> okay, so we'll say, Vana, you get your crew and go back and get your ship in order, and the two ships start sailing. Go sailing towards your initial intended uh, target because you find where this trade m- meeting is going on is that's where the the satrap is right now, and that's where the the yacht was heading back to. Well, thanks, Ari.
4: No problem. I thank you for having me along on this adventure.
3: <laughs> and- All right.
1: Absolutely. We
0: can continue on with some other scenes then.
1: I figure Valentine is like, uh, wiping the blood off his blades and holstering, holstering, sheathing them. Yeah. We don't want the Kang to get, get the wrong impression.
0: One of them goes ah, you fought well, even you're using those tiny little swords. It makes me look good. Seems to be a lot of unnecessary jumping about, but you were very effective.
1: <laughs> I'm, can see where your brute force approach was also very effective, looking at the pile of bodies. <laughs> mm-hmm. I guess we leave that for the crew to clean up yes, yes,
0: so get your crew on that, get these
1: bodies out of here. well, I am sure the captain of uh this yacht can handle that
0: yes, that's suk that's that other guy who was he was fighting next to you there that that that's sunra
1: ah, what's his name, suk suk, rather. Simple. I suppose that works. I am Valentine, the Dashing.
3: And I'm back.
0: Sook, get your crew to clean up this mess.
1: But that's the satrap Trapper. That's the, the, the,
3: the, the Kang.
1: The, the, the warriors are talking here.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah I ordered the I ordered the uh, the crew to basically swab the deck, you know, and get the bits and pieces off.
1: I'm sure what passes for <laughs> sharks in the seas are just going to love you to pieces. <laughs> So, I heard an invitation for wine.
0: Well, certainly, uh, Mr. Uh, Valentine it was. Yes. One of her uh, handmaidens will, uh, introduce her as the illustrious and majestic, uh, Charmina.
1: Would we'll do that double bow <laughs> with, with the hand flourish. Charmed to meet you. Pardon the excess blood, but it's been a busy day. That was most impressive. I've never seen
0: such swordsmanship.
1: We'll just be gently uh a charming, i say it's like as a Zandir, it is in my blood to uh display the best in swordsmanship. maybe you can uh,
0: tell me more about Zandir and you know has retire to her cabin with uh Zamul and Suk'll probably have to work. <laughs>
3: Suka's t- taking care of his ship, which yeah. is being, even though it's being towed by the other ship, it's basically someone's got to make sure it's we're 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 following the other ship, even not being jerked around. If there any
0: flashback scenes? If anybody wanted to establish something that happened during the the trip, here we can have those. I guess I I had I had had one, but I was able to get it in before we did this. Before Wilhelm came on, so.
3: And we don't need a flashback to the island chasing the damn birds down. <laughs> it's not
1: so much a, a flashback as <laughs> as a cloud of visual imagery. As uh, Valentine talks about Zandir culture and uh, how the professional duelists uh, go, and, and about battle magic and all that, and, and just generally tries to be a, a very charming and gracious guest. Oh, she she eats it up! Yay! Well, actually, actually
0: excellent let's, fashion. Make, let's make you. Let's see how well you do here. Do a uh, charisma.
3: Yeah, are you a bore or are you enthralling? <laughs> Next question is: Can I
1: add any of my cultural skill to this? Actually, since that's what I'm expounding upon. Sure.
0: You just do you want to do Zanier culture, or oh, you got fashion right? Do your fashion because you're maybe you're impressing her with your.
1: They're both <laughs> plus five. Wow! Hey, I, I am actually dangerous with the fashion.
0: Oh, yes, you, you totally have her rapt attention for all this, and she's completely impressed with you.
1: Some more of those candied dates, please.
0: Ways <laughs> well, at at one of the servants to provide you whatever you need.
1: Well, the, this is me tooting my own horn, so of course I'm eating this up as well. It's always good to have an appreciative audience.
0: So, Samuel, do you want to do anything during this trip, or did you have any flashbacks?
1: By flashback,
2: you mean you mean like f- from before yeah. we met? These yeah, I don't know. I um, I have a, a few loose ideas, but I think they involve Vana, so we'll skip them for now. Um, right.
3: yeah. And nothing to do with the family and convincing you to go. Um, it's
1: like what is a Farad doing with pirates? <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, I mean, it was the expedient
0: thing to do. I think we'd uh, established that he had sort of a fascination with Vana, and may have once tried to buy her as a slave.
2: Yeah, I mean, that would have been an interesting scene again. But again, we don't have Vana, so maybe later. I, I guess uh, during the trip, he's he's probably at first annoyed that Valentine is taking up all the, the mistress's time, where he could spend you know time ingratiating himself, <laughs> and getting a better deal. But at the same time, she seems to be happy, and that's like. Well, I guess Valentine's doing the work for me. Oh. <laughs> this is exactly what I'm paying him for. So, you know, he, he'll just attempt to uh, weather the withdrawal effects and uh, occasionally, you know, speak to Avar through various ships' fires uh, to make sure he's on the right course, right? So, so he's not forgetting to burn someone.
3: So are you staying on the, on the yacht then? Because it's much comfier. Well, this 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 trip is only gonna be a few hours, so half a day. And besides they have wine here. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so then you guys make your trip back to the uh island of Paldina. Oop, time to get the map up. Well, it's not big enough to be on the map. But when you get uh close you pass uh patrolling Quan ship and signal them who you are and what you're doing and then Sook can guide the ship. Yeah.
3: yeah. And we, and we verify their signals saying, yes, we're, we are not prisoners.
0: Sook can guide the ship through the, uh, the reefs and shoals to the island and the harbor. And as you enter the harbor on the one side, you can see there's a obviously fortress complex with the military ships docked there in the center of this harbor. There's a floating dock, and you can see other foreign ships moored there, and that's where your ship is led.
3: Cool and I and I guess and we pull up to the private dock for the satrap. First your
0: foreigners are transferred back to their ship. And uh the mistress will uh say, uh, Captain, why don't you accompany them, make sure
3: that you know make sure everything goes well for them? She sends you off so sends you off with the other ship. Yes, mistress. Uh, I turn to the first mate, and I look him in the eye and say, you do not do anything to s- disturb the mistress. You got that? Yes, Captain. I go over uh, and get on the other ship. I guess I act as a pilot. Yeah. Pilot him over to the, uh, well, I'm going to find the best dockage then, the best peerage.
0: As, um, well, I guess Vana's not here. There, Vana probably kind of gets silent and kind of goes rigid as she, when she sees an Emrian ship as you pass it, it's as it's moored there noted. There's a, a small boat with a couple of, oh, Hungarians, probably slaves as one's holding some sort of carcass on a pole out and this large craw this sort of serpent like eel like thing suddenly jumps out of the water and chomps down on that nearly taking the, uh, the poor guy's arm off. You can see that it there's a chain that goes from it to the Emrean ship.
3: Oh! Right.
1: Mm. Interesting choice on pets. No, no, it, it's, um... Means of propulsion.
0: It's a horse-drawn wagon. So then you pull up into the docks. You're met by, essentially, an an Isbian customs Agents agent, essentially.
3: I, I probably know him, so I just nod and I say, "These uh, good fo- good folk assisted us, and I believe that uh, I pointed Zamul. He's a trade representative from the Farad, from Faradun."
0: Ah, uh, yes, I believe they were expected. Saint has graciously lowered the entry fee for entry into the empire to a mere hundred gold a person. How many are you bringing onto the island?
3: I look at Zamul and say. I uh, leave it up to you good sir my work here is done i not might get off the ship <laughs> This fee does not include uh, goods uh, no no excellent People. so
2: note to self that won't i will have to pay to bring the mudmen on uh, onto the island uh, unless i have to pay goods tax of course which i'm not going to mention in case they forget that's probably gonna be part of the negotiation. Yeah. Well, in that case, uh, I will absolutely, absolutely have to have Gves. That's not an option not to bring him. And uh, I guess I need the rest of the players. Well, Obana isn't here now, so I guess I can play later.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you can be cheap and 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 leave uh, her and Valentine on the ship too. How much are you willing to pay for your safety? No, 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 I need, I need you to make eyes at the mistress, you know, and, and
2: yeah. make her favorably disposed toward us, and then whisper. You're, you're a, a merchant. To her Why aren't you haggling this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Getting to that first, I want to determine how expensive this is. That's the point.
3: Well, you got a ship full of people who probably want to do shore leave. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's too bad.
2: <laughs> Once I've determined that, you know, we're only going to bring a handful. I'm going to say, um, you know, it is a great and generous thing, uh, the Satrap, to have lowered the the fee, of course. But would it not be proper to allow the saviors of the Satrap's own wife a slightly lower price yet?
0: I've heard nothing of of this. I'm sure if it's true, the the Satrap will reward you himself
3: am I still in air shot, or is it uh, if I, you
0: if you wanted to be
3: yeah i'm sort of i'm i'm, I'm on the on the on the gangplank so i sort of turn around and then i go ah, sigh walk over and say yes it's true he his ship uh, rescued the rescued the the, the mistress charmina and they did the admiral and uh, right now um that's the reason why i'm here <laughs> cuz she wanted to make sure that the ship got here in, in uh, intact and no no harm befall it so if you could be within your abilities to um I make a little motion of you know lowering the the fear a, a smidge <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right so then the more you want to do some sort of haggle
3: yeah I just haggle i I, I have that somewhere yeah you haggle plus four
0: say with uh, Sook's help it will be that'll uh, be worth plus two. Because he's just a sunra. Huh?
2: <laughs> I still yes. think it's pretty generous. I, I I don't know if I would allow, had have allowed a, a haggle without super, uh you know, giving legitimacy. But I, I'll take the plus two. Absolutely, no worries.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, you, you haven't seen what your minus is
2: going to be. From, True. From him, so, so, Maybe so oh, wow. he's best Ooh. ever. Yeah, that is a very good roll. <laughs> <laughs> It's all in how you
1: ingratiate yourself.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's just,
1: well, it, it, it's also the fact that, yeah, but we killed coursers by the dozen. How many have you killed lately?
0: Since you've done this great service to the empire, I will give you your, your entry papers now. And if the great satrap so desires, there will be no feat for you when you leave.
2: And, of course, Samul, you know, nods and says, no, no more gracious unto heaven than you, except, of course, etc. So he fills
0: out his papers, you know, gets people's names and such, and True. puts the papers and gives you all your interest. So he's, for now, it's you, Gives, gives. Valentine, and Vanna? I'm Vana?
2: not bringing Vanna, because, you know, she's busy on the ship. Okay. Um,
1: well, I would at least include her, because someone has to reprovision and get supplies, so I can see her wanting access to the port. Even I, I guess you
2: notice that I'm, I'm not inclined to give Vana anything, and then you maybe pipe up. Yes. <laughs> so some of us sort of begrudgingly go, yes, yes, yes. Vana, of course, as well, the captain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She
1: doesn't have to necessarily stay with us if you think that her, her manner is too coarse. But we do depend upon uh, her business. So, sound, sound, sound advice.
0: All right, then they will arrange a a launch, then, to get you and whatever baggage you're taking with you.
3: And since I've got myself involved here, I will follow along with them on there so I can do the introductions.
0: So they take you over to the main docks of the island. You can sort of see south of the harbors where there's the obvious military fortifications. East on the high point of the the island, you can see some sort of mansion complex. And you're led to the north. There's a kind of walled area and there's these sort of guest villas, cottages. And you're led into one of those. The general look of the area is kind of combination Mediterranean villa, Japanese garden. Everything's very kind of well manicured and tended. You're given a guest cottage, and the Isbian, the, it's the uh you can relax here and refresh
3: yourself. Tonight
0: There will, will be a reception before the negotiations begin tomorrow.
3: And I got to report back to the satrap. Sh- should I make a role to do a general assessment of Zamul? What's your intent? I'm basically going to report on him to the, to the satrap. You know, I'll deliver my opinion of his, of his capabilities and his, and his demeanor. Some you know.
2: filthy capitalist swine.
3: <laughs> well, <laughs> and, yeah, that too.
1: And he might be a hothead.
3: <laughs> Basically, I, 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 I'm trying to give a, a opinion of, of his general temperament and so forth. And if I can determine whether or not he's a, he's an addict or not to make some sort of right perception. So I got plus three on that. So let's do a perception roll then. Nope. He's, he's just another wow. another fat, fat Faradun here to do his business.
0: Well, I say with that, I think Zamul gets to say what perception he's left on you.
2: Oh, yes. Yeah, oh, interesting. I think you get the impression that while of, uh, of a stout and noble character, I may not be handling the weather, the climate as, as well as uh, some. Uh, You're sweating like a your pig. Impression. Yeah, I'm okay. sweating more than well, usual and drinking it,
0: it's probably not much different climate than you're used to, really. Yeah,
2: but, but
3: does I'm... he know that? <laughs> <laughs> ah, okay. I go to the satrap. You know, I'll go to Wendy and the Sir, I've, I've, we have returned, and and I, I believe your wife has has told you what's going on. in my first mate, but I, sp- I spent time with with the, with the Feradun. And I and I give him my report, which is basically uh, he's another fat Faradan. He's a bit sweaty. I think, I think he likes the climate, and he's a bit opinionated about himself. But other than that, he's a, your typical Faradan. Okay. And
0: as usual, the satrap is not really even paying attention to you. One of his, his administrators, his being administrator, is paying attention, but he's not paying attention to you. He's getting fed and taken care of by his slaves and servants. He's yeah.
3: Just someone showing him all these birds. <laughs> yes, nice, deer. Yeah. I'm waiting for him to s- dismiss me. I mean, you know, you don't. I just don't leave. I wait till I get dismissed.
0: The administrator goes. Thank you, Captain. That will be enough. Thank you.
3: And I stand up and I <sighs> head back to where the bunch, where sooner are living out uh, out in the bay.
0: The quarters for you servant types. That's over back behind these trees where nobody
3: can... No, no. We're Sunra. We're living in the bay. Well, no. Well, I take a swim over there anyway. It's
0: it's very near the water. But over on the other side of the island where the beach isn't as nice and...
3: (laughs) Yes, but the beach is not nice, and there's, and there's there's coral reefs out there, which make it hard to go get get in or out. So actually, we're more protected than the other places, you know. inadvertently. so it's harder well, to so actually to actually like plan- to tell
2: yourself.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, of course, overlooked ominously by the Kang Fortress.
2: Yeah, of course. We're well, from uh, Kaishan and Kasu are glaring down upon you. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's One scene I forgot to do, but we'll do it now. As when you're uh, taking your your leave of them. Juvez excuses himself and accompanies Sook. And while you're rocking, I don't know, Willa, we we'll need to play this whole conversation out. But on a meta level, he's feeling you out. Well, it's been many years since I have been back in the Empire. What is the current climate? How are things? And the meta thing is he's feeling out how much of a loyal citizen to the Empire you are.
3: He's a Mandalan.
0: Yeah. Oh, I, I
3: served with Mandalans before, so...
0: Yeah, you know they're they're sort of the low lowest class servant types, and he was sold as a slave to Zamu's family.
3: He's trying to feel me out for things and so forth. Well, I'm I'm trying not to give me any because are you okay? Yeah, I'm trying trying not to give him any information. I, I, as much as I dislike being a subjugated subjugated person, obviously he's a
0: slave to a foreign owner. He's not part of the empire anymore.
3: Yeah, and he just wants to know how the Empire is doing. I'll try to give him an a honest uh, honest reporting. The question is, how loyal are you? The thing is, as much as people want to, want to leave and run away, my family's back in the, in the Inland Sea, and I really don't want to leave my family. So I'm one of those situations where yeah, I would like to be free, but I also don't want to not see my family ever again. I'm 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 in between. I'm sort of I wanted want to have more personal freedom, but I also don't want to lose my family.
0: Might be willing to bend a law or two.
3: Yeah, I'm not disloyal, but I'm also not entirely loyal. Okay, then I then mean, we will, could we we could have got those birds a lot faster.
0: He will say, I am interested in moving something out of Kwan tonight without any of the usual. Red tape. Would you perhaps be able to aid in that, getting a package to our ship?
3: Hmm. I'm walking along, I pick up a shell and look at it, you know, and say, This item, does it mind getting wet?
0: No, though it would not be good to have it submerged for any length of time.
3: Does it need to uh, breathe? Let's say it did. Hmm. There might be a way looking at the show. you know, these, these, these things grow to large sizes, you know, almost as large enough to cover one's head. Hmm. Toss it back on the ground. What's in it for me in terms of, um, I mean, if I get caught, I would be h- harshly punished.
0: I could see that you are rewarded with uh, treasure, if that is what you would like.
3: Not for me personally, but there are people... I do have people at the Coral City. Perhaps if uh, something were to be sent to them, not necessarily riches, but I name a few things that luxury items. I mean, let's just be honest. Gold is gold's good, but you know, spices and other things are better.
0: That can be certainly easily arranged if that is what you would desire.
3: Guess we're haggling art. But yeah, I could I could do this though. So, um, where is this item and do I actually have to procure it or is it available already procured?
0: I will meet
3: you with it near
0: I, where, I point you know, out you, yeah, you can point out a a good clandestine place to meet today.
3: And also, I make note of, and we're sea away from that ship, and I point to the eel driven ship. It would not be good if we got anywhere near that. Seems wise, sir. So I point to a spot on the bay, suspiciously near the uh, Harbor Master's cabin. And say, they patrol everything really, really st- stringently around here, except around there, because who would be so bold as to go past the Harbor Master's cabin? All
0: right. I will meet you there when Ardan uh, is high in the sky.
3: Oh, well, may Aquas guide you. Make the appropriate, you know, motions. And-, and then he'll bow
0: and thank you and head back to his master. So, you other two, is there anything you want to do before the uh, reception this evening?
1: Well, Valentine would love to visit the local market, check out the fabrics that are available, and see if th- he can do something with a local material, but put maybe that Zandir spin on it. Hmm. This place is not. Really have
0: a market as such. It's sort
1: inconceivable.
0: Of, yeah, because it's not so much of a city as a resort slash military base.
3: If it's resort, there still would be people who do, will do you up a nice, nice uh, dress. Yeah, you could, yes, if
0: you re- request, you could uh, request that from the who are The general servants and gophers around here, you express an interest in that, they can certainly do something for you.
1: Oh, yeah. I will give them specific directions. Just as something to add a a little bit of uh, local splash and color, but uh, still make it exotic enough to uh, maybe be an item to comment on. How much are you looking to spend? Ah, that's the real grain for the grist. How much do I have to spend? No more than, uh, five gold. One shouldn't be overly lavish, just enough to indicate that, uh, I'm a man of, uh, discriminating taste. We can come up with a lovely sash for you? That sounds good. But it needs to be cut like this.
3: You know, you're in a boudoir that was covered in silk. You could just simply ripped off some of that silk and you, you know, be going to town now.
1: Could, but <laughs> I have specific goals I wish to achieve. I wish to impress with cleverness, not theft. Sounds like a fashion roll. Yeah, we could do that, and that could be sort of a uh, possible, like, an advantage in fate, That if you wanted to bring that up later. Well, I am not opposed to being fashionable. When weapons are not always steel, and I solid success. I don't think I'm going to win any fashion awards with it, but at least it brightens up the place. It is a wonderfully mix of Zandir and fashion and uh,
0: what you've seen of local fashion.
1: Mission accomplished. I'll wear that like a badge of honor or a sash as the case may be.
0: more you want to do anything?
1: I think
2: Zamul once Gives gets back, he will attempt to prepare himself a little for the next day or whenever the meeting is. There's a reception tonight and then the next day is when there's the negotiations. Okay. Well, in that case he'll you know, he'll quiz Gives on on like what are the expectations, how should I behave? You who are who are from around here ish, you who know the quan. First for the reception so he doesn't make any faux pas and then um a little like uh he'll, he'll ask him about ask his advice on like uh how to behave later in the trade negotiations, if there anything that would really tick the Quan off that he doesn't know that he's doing, stuff like that.
0: He'll convey what he knows of Quan culture to mm. you, even though he hasn't been back to the Empire in many years.
2: True. But still he's the closest I got, the one I trust, right? <laughs> he is yeah, and he's
1: very well read. Right.
0: All right. I don't know whether we want to go on without Vana or not.
1: This might be just a good wrap up point, especially if you think Vana's True. going to stir up trouble. Yeah.
3: Oh, one thing I want to do is, is since he says he doesn't like being underwater too long, I am going to see if I can scare up a large conch shell that could be possibly used for someone to breathe in if they need to breathe underwater for a little bit. That'd be what? Just a, a perception? To- yeah. Find something. Yeah. Okay. See what I get. Mm-hmm. Oh, I find something. Tricky minus three. I still find something. Yeah, I find a nice big conch shell that would work. I especially when I reach inside and knock out the inner chamber. So there's more airspace and clean out what the previous inhabitant. So I'm ready for, for the night. But it's probably it's a good time because, yeah, we need Vana. I, I, I just kind of agree. We need Vana here because, you know, Ari may have some deviltry in mind. Is she going to make problems
2: for the Imbrians? Like stuff like that, Yes. Um, that would yeah. affect the, the, the rest of the. Yeah,
3: I see. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. And during the res- reception, the ship explodes. <laughs> Someone <laughs> no, no, no. so <laughs> cuts the chain to their eels.
0: I'll uh, we'll say as you're settling into your little guest cottage, the nearest one, you can see a uh, Farad
2: moving about there. Mm. Someone can see that? Yeah. It's interesting. Not anyone I know, I presume. You want to go get a good look at him? Maybe you can try. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Let's drift over there. I'll dab my face first so I don't look too put upon. Let's do this at the random
0: roll here. As Do roll uh, culture, your Farad culture.
2: Okay. Plus six.
0: Okay. Partial
1: <laughs> <First laughs> He's gray. There's, there's
0: <laughs> yeah, some... He's, he's vaguely familiar. Or maybe you know his family, but you want to go up to him or you just... Uh,
2: is he, I mean, he's, an, he's a guest in another cottage. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, well, why not? Let's call upon him, see what kind of brother Farad he is, if he's a vicious competitor, or, or what's, what's up. Absolutely. Farad, so he's probably a vicious competitor. <laughs>
3: <laughs> or he's a cousin, one or the other. Same thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: You go up, he's uh, sitting outside uh, smoking a pipe.
2: Oh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> I think someone was momentarily distracted by that like, vision and <laughs> having a lot of like, oh, I wish I brought that and that and so forth. But then, you know, he, he bites that down and, and he makes a, an appropriately obsequious, you know, greeting. Like, brother Farad, great thing it is to see you here among these foreigners.
0: Stand and respond and uh, may good opportunities befall you in this foreign land.
2: And you! And how do they greet? Do they shake hands or what? Um, sure, why not? All right. Someone will uh, introduce himself uh, in not too grand a fashion, because he doesn't want to tip his hand or anything.
0: And he'll uh, introduce himself as uh, Suleimar of the House of Hazul. Doesn't ring any bells? You've heard of the House of Hazul. Yeah. His name in particular doesn't. But you think they feel a lot in uh, gems, precious stones type thing, but there is some overlap into your your slave trading. Mm-hmm.
2: There's there's a moment of suspicion, and then then uh, Simo will say, "Ah, I hope great opportunities in the gem trade await you in this foreign land."
0: I certainly hope so. The the Quan do love their gems. <laughs>
2: I want to read him <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> i want to see if like uh, what, what what's my impression here is like is he being sincere or like does he have an ulterior motive for being here be your perception i may have to converse a little more with him but but yeah
0: i think unless you've got anything else you think would be more appropriate just be perception.
2: um no i think it is perception unless it's I mean, culture, I already have a culture info, I think, yeah, right? yeah. about his like family and stuff. I don't think I would get in, I- insight into him personally. No. 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 So, let's, let's go with that. Um, oh! <laughs> <laughs> Four. <laughs> gems. Definitely here to sell gems. All right. Okay. I don't let anything slip myself. <laughs> That's up to you. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Maybe he notices that I uh, have slight withdrawal symptoms. Maybe like there, there's beating of sweat at the temples under the the head uh, headdress or something. He, he can tell.
1: You sniff suspiciously at his, at his smoke from his pipe. <laughs> no, no, no nothing's so obvious.
2: <laughs> like, maybe, maybe some of narrow eyes linger a moment too long on the pipe or something, right? That, that could also be a thing.
0: Perhaps you would like a seat here in the shade. The Quan weather doesn't seem to suit you.
2: Uh, indeed, it does not. These humid winds, uh, thank you. And, um, you know, he'll sit down and, and uh, make himself comfortable in the shade. <laughs> T- tell me, how was your crossing to Quan? It was
0: not too horrible. The Xandir ship I sailed on yeah, was serviceable at best. <laughs> oh,
2: well, what kind of ship is Vana ship? Is that a Xandir ship? No. Yeah, of Xandir design that was commandeered oh, by the right. pirates. Yes, yes. I know this well. I myself was forced to uh, take lodging aboard a Sander-made vessel, cramped quarters and low ceilings and small yes, oh, smell.
0: More planning for the trip. It would have uh, been uh, more opportunities to get a better vessel.
2: <laughs> Perhaps you shall have plenty of opportunity to acquire one here, good brother. Yes,
0: I've seen some of the Quan ships are much more fitting for proper travel.
2: Ah, should I, shouldn't I Yeah, I think some old goes. As for myself, of course Beyond the quartering aboard the Zandir vessel We had the misfortune of of running into certain pirates But of course, the great and glorious Avar Whose name is Fire Graced us with a boon And uh, allowed us to safeguard the satraps' very own wife From these pirates And so I hope to gain much favor from this Great deed. Raises
0: his eyebrows. Mm, you had quite an eventful trip, then. Uh, you've already made uh, contacts with the Quan the at the highest levels.
2: Yes, you see, the, the House of Murath has always been favored by Avar.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I pray your house shall also gain such favor. And, you know, you can tell us a total lie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, then. Do you want to end it here?
2: Yeah, that's that's fine.
0: Sounds uh, good. Yeah. Any feedback, like how I did the 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 combat,
2: you know, kind of. I want to give don't... embodiment persona to Shippes. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a hero point. I don't know. Well, I like him so.
3: <laughs> no, actually, that's went pretty well. I mean, I, my experience oh, yeah. with Todd—you remember doing Mass Combat and, and like Savage Worlds. is like okay, and as long as you have heroes on the on the on the one side, they will win every time. Ah, but how will we win? Will it be with style and panache? This here, I like this better. I like the way you did this better. I like way we did the Mass Combat better. There was a, there, you know, there was a lot more. I would say back and forth, and not so much in the inevitable winning because we could have definitely could have lost.
0: Yeah. You you guys didn't fail any of the roles. Yeah. I
3: mean, if you had gotten any critical failures in our little helper roles, that would have been a minus.
0: Yeah. I guess uh, everybody take, uh, say um, five experience points.
3: Yay. I may actually be able to buy something up.
0: Any other feedback you got on...
3: No, no, I think I think you're doing a pretty good job of, of running a, what's an old-school RPG, fairly light.
0: My intention is to run it a little more Fate, Apocalypse,
2: World-type. Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm totally seeing that. Uh, oh, yeah, it's got a good feel compare, to it. Like,
2: if we compare the the, the engagement with <laughs> Valentine and, and his dueling partner in the very first Talis prequel to now, uh, it's a world of difference, right? But that's, of course, what? partly because we were doing Mass. Yeah. Battle stuff, but still, Even. I think I think I think you have a lot more um, flow to to stuff, yeah. uh, and also in your descriptions. Yeah, uh, that's,
0: that's another oh. thing I want to do is since this is a totally different world, and I tend to be rather brief. If you want me to be more verbose and
1: descriptive, you know, poke me. Okay,
2: well, all right. The one like, thing maybe, I maybe will... maybe we should. Ev- once in a while, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Don. The
1: the one thing I would ask for is the first time we introduce a new race, if we can get a description of them. Just I was like, say the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay, just like these people that look like mandolins. Uh, wait a minute.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's something I meant to do, and in the running, I forget.
3: You know, um, I need what I need to do is actually find the page in the in the rules that actually has the picture of all the races and sort of print it out. So I just had the print out. So, Oh, mandolins, Flop, flop, flop. There they are. Okay. Look like uh, that. Yeah.
1: Flashcards. That's what we did. Yeah. did,
0: did make uh put little, the descriptions on here on my notes. And I just didn't like the, the mandolins, the golden skin, uh, almond shaped eyes, placid features, slender build, uh, shaven head. Females wear a top knot of long black hair. Uh, the
1: C oh, if. Valentine would have known that he might have been a lot more risque. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Quan—they're usually pale, uh, overweight, not terribly uh, athletic types. Charmina, she's definitely full figured, but not necessarily unpleasantly so.
3: Oh yeah, uh, she's zeftig. The,
0: <laughs> the, the the have the red—they have kind of a snout to them. They're big. They have their hair pulled back in a queue usually have uh, are a bit scarred up the the ispian ispians are I kind of mean the
2: ispatians
0: ispatians
2: yeah, however thing. you're supposed to say or, it, yeah. yeah
0: some of them there's pronunciation guides some of them there there aren't so the pronunciations no. will be all over the place uh, <laughs> the ispatians they have kind of lemon yellow skin they're slender expressionless faces they have kind of uh Elongated head and face, uh, no nose. So they, they look a little bit like, uh, lemons, uh, aliens. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> look a little bit like, uh, aliens to, you know, human eyes.
1: Coolness. A lot more color. Yes. Literally. Yes. Just, you know, it's, it's a very colorful place. I need to think less in shades. Yes. Right. Well, gotta skedaddle. Right. Thank you all. Great session. Awesome Thank time. Thank you for running, yep. Dirk. Yep. Um, Thank you, for getting the to do this. (laughs) Yes, after almost two years. (laughs) (laughs) All
2: right, right, that's what he says. It's a civilized weapon for a more civilized age. You chop people's limbs off with
1: it. (laughs) Pain and suffering.
2: Yes, I I may have, I may have suffered greatly by, say, taking an oath of celibacy for a whole two months or something.
1: (laughs) No, no, no. I meant as an acolyte, you study pain and suffering.
2: Oh, right. Yes, I do, since I'm sure... inflicted. Yes, yes, right.
1: And <laughs> <laughs> not the receiving of, you know, you have other people for that.
2: Well, sometimes I'm sure whatever, you know, I'm sure this the deity might uh, require penitence or something at some point, and then maybe I'll need to sear myself or something. We'll see.
1: <laughs> I I'm just imagine I've got slaves for that. It? <laughs> All
2: right. <laughs> 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 oh, it's like oh, the whipping, the whipping boy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> He'll take my penitence. <laughs> I've violated many tenets. Uh,
1: bring the <laughs> <laughs> the <That's> so wrong. <laughs> I like it, though. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant.
0: It's the tag where I mentioned you can go to our page at sunday com, Find links to all of our episodes, links to our Facebook page and MeWe page. You can email us at sundayskypers at zoho.com. It'd also be nice if you gave us a rating or review on iTunes or the podcast app of your choice. And that's all I got.